0: Log Talk Radio
1: You know, mama,
2: there's one thing everybody's got in common. Nobody wants to be alone. Because a man without a woman is just like Long Ranger. Listen, everybody. Fucking all- damn thing left. I program computers I know accounting and psychology I took a course in business And I can speak a little Japanese I'm Got to work two years To get one week off with pay And when I'm on my job I better watch every word I say Ain't that a bitch <laughs> <laughs> to Somebody doing something slick Downtown me one day, which is which, might as well go outside and dig a ditch, ain't that a bitch, way too cold, ain't that a bitch, make me wanna holler. Vielen Dank. To get myself something to eat And when I looked at the prices They knocked me off of my feet I was in the baloney section And I had to take myself a close look And the Arbuja bar couldn't have made these prices
0: Where well, the skyhook
2: Ain't that a bit Yes, <laughs> it real? is Somebody doing something slick Yeah, they are one day, which is which, might as well go up down the end, dig a ditch, ain't that a bitch, ain't that a bitch.
3: of Truth to Power, I'm Beverly, and Dr. Robert X is doing a series on white supremacy and black faith, a freak in Africa. How are you doing this evening, Dr. Robert X?
4: Hotel, Sister Bear. Hotel family. I'm doing fine. How about you, Bev?
3: Good, good, good. Great, great, great. Excellent. And again, I haven't really had a chance to sit down and see what was going on in in the news. So, I don't have a clue.
4: All I know is Orange Man and Tucker Carlson decided to do a duet
3: to... Oh, uh, tonight, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, to basically punish Rupert Murdoch and Fox News. Oh, Okay there's an ongoing effort by Fox News to recruit somebody else to run against Trump. So they went up and down. They were supporting DeSantis. Then they went to the Governor Yunkin in Virginia. They they felt mm-hmm. that he could beat the man.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And it was better? So uh, Orange Man is very aware that they're trying to put somebody else uh, over him. So he's got Beast Murdoch and Fox News.
6: Mm-hmm. And,
4: of course, Tucker Carlson is sticking his finger squarely in their eye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so this is their get-back at Fox News, and I guarantee mm-hmm. you, they're probably going to double. It's going to double the number of people that watch Tucker and Orange Man as opposed to them fake debates.
3: Yeah. When was the debate? When is the? Had they had it yet? Right now. Oh, the debate! I thought he was going on Tucker's show tonight. They having a debate tonight.
4: Orange Man is on Tucker tonight. And okay. they're having
3: the debate tonight.
4: Oh, wow. Busy, Busy night, news. okay. Tucker and Orange Man are doing a debate at the same I'm mean, doing these interview at the same time as the debate to let Fox News know that those two guys oh. are perhaps popular white men in the country. Mm. And so
1: mm. they
3: letting
4: them have in prime time.
3: Mm. Okay,
4: I think it was an excellent move. Hmm. So that's all I know, other than uh, Pr- Yevgeny Prigozhin basically got his reward today for trying to overthrow Putin. Mm. He's no longer with us. He's no longer with us. What? Somebody shot his plane at
0: the... Uh, Wow. Go ahead, Beth.
3: No, I just said, wow.
4: Yeah, so that's all I know of for today. Um, And again, you... You can't do. See these people. Uh, the corpse has been caught doing treasonous activities, and his son, and other Democrats, and Republicans.
3: Republicans some Republicans, yeah,
4: yeah. And it's obvious treason. They basically changing government policy for cash. Hmm okay, that's treason. And none of them have gone to jail. You go to any other country, I don't care level you are, you're at politically, any other country and do that and see what happens to you. In the the so-called Middle East, they cut your head off. All right. Uh, In some Western countries, they put your ass up against a wall and introduce you to heavy metal. Of course, they'll give you a cigarette and a blindfold if you want it. In Russia, planes fall out the sky or you get a mysterious illness and wither away to nothing. But treason is an objectable occupation. I don't care what country you go to, except here. And that is why, unless there's a concerted effort on the part of the people in this country, these people are going to take this country out, and you will not recognize it once it's gone. And all them people running around out here with fat lips talking about they hate orange man. You will wish you had him. Bear. I'm reminded Mm -hmm. in 2016 when we uncovered the book, The Last President. The Last President. That book has never left my mind. So I, that's why you don't hear me talking about Orange Man winning the White House. He already won it in 2020. Mm-hmm. Because that book is very, very prophetic, and nobody has been able to discount it. It said the last election was going to be in uh, the last president was in 2020 that's what the title of the book, The Last President they say his name would no, be Trump but... well what happened in 2020 right mm-hmm. and his best friend's name was Pence see so again you can fat lip so about lies and, lies and, and, and et cetera But you can't point to one single crime that this man has done, not one. Go ahead, Bear.
3: Did they say why he was going to be the last
4: president? Uh, Because the country was going to be taken over. Does that sound
3: familiar? (laughs) Is it going to be taken over or or changed? I mean, I know it's going to be another system, but is it going to be like a takeover system, or uh, the system will, is changed? No, the, the system way, is all you know, the people.
4: Mm-hmm. How about class law? How How is this Does that answer your question?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Okay. How about shut up and go sit your ass in a corner? Because there's no such thing as free speech. How about you ain't got no more rights? How about that? Is that not what these people have been trying to do? You hear me, there? I hear you. Have these people not been censoring anybody that
3: disagree with them?
4: Mm-hmm. You don't believe so?
3: I mean, I we see it every day on social media.
4: No, I don't assume that people see anything. No. Because people argue with me because I respect orange man. You see? I'm sorry. I, I have to use this word cuz it, it accurately describes People running around here talking about we at war, and ain't fighting nobody but a plate, plate of food. That's it. This is real talk, family. If you at war, assume a warlike position. Get off the radio, talking. Because you may as well be sitting in front of the people that's trying to push this agenda, telling them everything you say. In a war situation, you want to say as less as possible and allow your propaganda arm to do your talking. No, we ain't at war yet. Because you and me still on this phone talking. <laughs> People think this is a joke. This ain't no joke. Doctor,
3: ask you. It's a lot of noise. It sounds like you moving stuff around. Oh yeah, I was moving
4: my phone just a little bit because your voice is kind of low, there. Oh,
3: is it? Okay, hold on. Yeah. So
4: I was trying to see if can I can hear the phone me better.
3: Can you hear me yeah, better? Yeah, be
4: a little bit better now. And see, I, okay. I have my fan on because I can't deal with air conditioning. So that's probably the noise oh, mm-hmm. you may hear it no, running in I the don't, back. We,
3: we don't, okay, we don't hear the fan. It was just like you were moving. Probably was oh, you okay. moving the phone.
5: Yeah, I was moving the phone. Okay.
4: Okay. Yep. So I, I, I've never been more serious, man. It's a serious time. You doggone right. But, you know, people think that this is just a time for rhetoric. No, this ain't no time for rhetoric. I don't care what your religion is. There was a people that referred to themselves as Jews in Germany doing Adolf Hitler. What happened to them? They got some heavy gas. They did, didn't they? And didn't have to pay no gas bill. <laughs> So people think that these folks won't do this again. Well, I hate to disappoint you, but those people are back in charge right now. The Nazis are back in charge, supporting the Nazis in Ukraine. They're supporting the Nazis here. As a matter of fact, you know this guy named Gordon Chang that ran for president in 2020, the little Asian dude? Yeah. Yeah. Come to find out, one of his chief compatriots is a major Nazi. Got his body mm-hmm. with swastik all over it. So mm-hmm. I said before, if people understand World War Two, then they, understand, they should understand that the, the Nazis didn't lose the war. They just relocated. And I told you a major contingent of them moved right here to this country, brought here by the United States government under uh, Operation Paperclip. Now, you can choose to ignore that if you like. But I'm looking at the moves that are being made by people like Klaus Schwab and all those associated with him, Bill Gates. If you love uh, the Democratic Party, you love Bill Gates. I dare you to separate them. Give me one thing Bill Gates is pushing that the Democratic Party ain't pushing, Bear. Can you name me anything?
3: No. Now, somebody, so the- is, saying, somebody uh, is saying that there's war against lies to bring the truth. That's what the war is going on. Say that again. Somebody somebody is saying that there's war against lies to bring the truth. That's what the war is.
4: called propaganda. Okay. This government has already admitted that they're using the military, uh, doing counterinsurgency programs, using social media. That's not my opinion. So you got fake people all over social media pushing an agenda uh, run by the Defense Department. That's not my opinion. You got CIA, uh, FBI admitting openly that they violating every law known demand. That's not my opinion. Now, what part of that is Orange Man uh, responsible for? On the contrary, Orange Man went to Davos, pull up the speech for yourself, this ain't my opinion, and pretty much told him to kiss his butt. His obligation, his job is to look out for the people in this country. He told the same thing to the United Nations. He told them that he basically is America first and that they should look out for their countries and their sovereignty. These are facts. This ain't my opinion. Corpse is universally disrespected everywhere on this planet. And you got people running around here thinking that 81 million people put this clown in office. That ain't my opinion. And watch this bear, family, because, mm-hmm. you know, again, this thing, it's, it's not about orange man. It's about the policies that are attempting to be implemented that will basically put this country back in a slave mode. This time, It ain't just going to be black slaves. Let me show you what I mean. I need you to to work with me here, Bear. Mm -hmm. After the COVID, uh, so-called COVID, uh, which is what we're in right now, basically got exposed for being a fraud. Everybody and their mamas, not everybody because you got still quite a few damn fools out here, that somehow, in spite of all the evidence, think that if you get you some booster, it's going to save your ass. So I'm reinstituting the get your ass back in line uh, mode. Okay. It was get your ass in line. Now it's get your ass back in line. What do I mean by that? It's been factually documented that masks absolutely hinder, hinders the health of anybody that wear it for prolonged time. That's a fact. Not only that. But they subsequently come out with the exposure of the fraud that is so-called COVID-19. That masks literally do nothing, nothing, I repeat, nothing to prevent you from catching so-called COVID-19. Those are facts. All that's been exposed with the exposure of Fauci and his group of gangsters, particularly led by the courts, who literally came out here and threatened to take people's jobs away from them unless they went and got the venom. Now, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. You tell me, Beth, how is it then that I'm reading stuff like this? Secret letter to the CDC. Top epidemiologists suggest the agency misrepresented scientific data to support mask narrative. Do you understand what they're saying there? Uh,
3: Well, what they're saying that the mask don't work.
4: I'll read it again. Secret letter to the CDC. Somebody sent the CDC a secret letter. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it was the top epidemiologist basically saying that the CDC misrepresented scientific data, lied about the scientific data to support wearing masks. Mm-hmm.
3: But those of us that's in the, in the know, we knew knew that because at that time, this is when all the doctors was coming out and they was debunking everything that the CDC was saying. And they got censored. Some of them even had their license taken away for telling
4: the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. So then, explain this to me, Bill, because this article just came out today. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't say a group of epidemiologists. They said the top epidemiologists. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. The CDC lied to get people to comply with their template of wearing masks and standing six feet apart from each other. If you want to see Robert X go off, tell me I got to stand six feet apart from somebody in a grocery store, standing in a little circle. I didn't comply with any of it, okay? So now, that article comes out today, and this article comes out. Oh, by the way, the first article was from the Epoch Times. Just to make a point
1: here.
4: Mm-hmm. Then this article comes out, and I'm sure there are other articles, because even though they're coming out point blank telling you that masks don't have nothing to do We're saving you from anything, okay? Nothing. So why then are major colleges and universities and other businesses now telling people they got to wear masks?
3: They'll start that back again. I'm still seeing people riding in their cars with masks.
4: That's their business and their choice. But, but here's I'm, saying, what I'm they, saying
3: now they telling people now that you got to wear masks
4: again. Here's the headline. Mm-hmm. Atlanta colleges bringing back mask mandate. Listen, mandate. And they're canceling parties on the campus of this uh college. Zero COVID cases. Now, I know if anybody out there sitting there listening to what I just read with these two articles, just the headline alone, I could hear collective damn coming from the family because that's exactly what you should be telling yourself.
3: But see, this again, this is not people knowing the law like somebody in the chat room is saying. Mandate dates are not enforceable.
4: Of course not. But that didn't stop the courts
3: from jumping through hoops,
4: even trying to use OSHA. Okay? In any methodology he could, how many times did he come on the damn screen and whisper, get the Vax? Threatening people to take their jobs. How many people lost their jobs for something that wasn't lawful? See, we know none of this is lawful, but it didn't stop them, did it? Mm-hmm. Because they're totalitarian. They're authoritarians. They're gangsters. And they have an agenda that says we got to remove X number of people from this planet. Listen, there, there's no way in hell all these people could be falling down there. And I hope LeBron James continues to push his son into some stupid ball career. I don't give a damn if you call it basket, foot, base, or whatever ball. Because back in the day when we was coming up, when people had that hard head that you were talking about yesterday, Bear, we Mm -hmm. used to say they don't believe fat meat is greasy. Right. So, LeBron, send your son back out there on the court. Because I want to read about him falling over, grabbing his chest. Before I leave the planet. Because, see, he don't think fat meat greasy. There's nowhere in hell all these people falling over there, young kids, 10, 11 years old, having heart attacks. Now, go back and show me anywhere, anywhere on the planet where you had 10 and 11 year old, 12 and 13 year olds falling dead from heart attacks on a consistent basis prior to the venom. And see, I told you, and I'm not the only one that what you're going to see happen is every winter when people start getting colds, your body, if you took that venom, your body is going to automatically mass produce that spike protein, the very thing that's killing the people. So what are they doing? They're getting you prepared because they're telling you, well, you got some new variant out here, some new variant. You heard about it, right, Ben?
3: Yep, I heard them talking about it.
4: Now watch this, Ben. Watch this. Because we've already discussed this. We said this was going to happen last year. What is the thing that basically identifies all variants? Mm
3: -hmm. What is it?
4: It basically comes from, it's like the child of two parents, right? Mm -hmm. Your children are variants. They are derivatives of you and your significant other, right? But what happens with the variants? Go and look at all of the variants that came out, and there's one unique thing that identifies all these so-called variants they even gave them Greek names. Omicron and all this kind of <clears throat> crap. Let me tell you what uniquely identifies all of these variants. Each variant is less lethal than the prior one.
3: So what you're saying is the one that they they saying that we, we have in a new one. It's not as uh, bad as what we was dealing with back in 21 and 20. Is that what you're saying?
4: I'm saying by definition, every successive variant is less lethal than the one it replaced, the one it came from.
3: Mm -hmm. Right, okay.
4: Now, let me go back and read this headline. Atlanta College bringing back Mass mandates canceling parties despite zero COVID cases. Well, if you got zero COVID cases and you want people to wear something that basically has no effect on it, what is the point of having the people to wear masks?
3: Well, didn't they say that the mask was causing a lot of the problems because you was breathing in bacteria and stuff from the mask? That's that's a given. Everybody know that. Everybody should
4: know that, okay? But what that has nothing to do with so-called COVID, right? They just got through telling us, they got no cases. Oh, the hospitals are filling up again with no fatalities. Did you hear me? <sighs> the fatalities that they're going to try to blame on the variant is actually uh and they, they're they're talking about going full board by October of this year. They're gonna reinstitute the lockdowns. You hear me because they have to come up with some justification, some reason to be able to uh uh um uh, tell people why all these people are dying during cold season. When the cold season hits, it your body, everybody that took that venom, your body is autom- automatically being programmed to mass-produce spike proteins. It's the spike proteins that's killing the people. I hope I'm making myself clear here.
3: So you're saying that when you take the venom, it's been in your body, and so it's going to come gonna come back up uh, when, when the cold season comes. So it ain't because nothing that you get new with something that's already in your body,
4: dormant. Because it takes the place of your immune system. It renders your immune system inoperable your immune system no longer produces the various proteins that it needs to fight off infection in your body. Now the spike protein does that by producing more spike protein. And that's what's killing the people, giving them heart attacks, strokes, and all this other stuff to begin with. you understand what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. And it, it just burns me up that people can't see the forest for the trees because what we're talking about here ain't rocket science. If you've been paying any kind of attention to the venom and what it's doing with people, they even tell you that it it produces these spike proteins. Well, that's what's been giving people blood clots and myocarditis. People have heart attacks. Children having heart attacks, among other things, because it basically renders your immune system obsolete. So the very thing that's killing the people, when your body identifies a cold, a cold is COVID. I'm sorry. A cold is coronavirus. Coronavirus. So when your body, your immune system that's now being operated spike protein sees a coronavirus in your body that's nothing more than the common cold, it immediately mass produces all of these spike proteins and immediately goes to the area where the cold is. In other words, if you didn't have a heart attack before, you are far more susceptible to not just heart attack but strokes. And any number of other maladies that people haven't seen, uh people perfectly healthy all of a sudden now they got six or seven different kind of ailments. That's that's what's dangerous about this thing. And they know it. So they're coming up with some fake mask mandates telling you we ain't even got no cases. Well, if you ain't got no cases and your instrumentation is still uh, unable to correctly identify coronavirus in the human body, remember, that was a fraud too. That's why, Mr. Bell, I had to remind the family yesterday, because I know we forget some of this stuff sometimes. Bill Gates and his wife, both of them bastards, sitting up there grinning all over the TV. And everybody I know we didn't see that, okay? Everybody got the TVs, but they didn't see that. They sitting there grinning, telling you that they want to make sure that the Africans get it first. And you know what? I watched the video, and I, I that you sent me,
3: Beth. Mhm. About the Brits. I, I'm sorry. Was it about the Brits? I yeah, think that was the title of it. Yeah. Mhm. Now,
4: I want to do something for you, okay? Because let me let me tell you something, Beth. See, I, I know these people. Mm-hmm. i know they're not to say the things that need to be said okay because mm-hmm. he was ducking and
3: dodging and y'all heard <laughs> I our saw feelings and... chinese guy sitting right next to him like he was his handler yes
1: mm-hmm.
3: but he was basically saying for about a half hour y'all heard
4: our feelings <laughs> now you correct me if i'm wrong bill you sent it to me no yeah you're right Y'all hurt our feelings. They gonna kick your ass. Damn your
3: feelings. And you better recognize. Did you see the expression on their face? Did you see the express? The camera kept showing the expression on their face, and that's just what their expression was. Yes. But they dodged the bullet, Bear. They dodged Mm -hmm. the bullet
4: because that's what he was saying. He was saying we weren't even able to get the venom, right? hmm All the venom went to the Western countries. You damn fool. Y'all dodged the bullet. <laughs> and he don't even realize it. That's what's dangerous. Now, Let me go here, family Because Y'all need to hear some real Africans Okay That's why it's important to understand What Africans Are on what side of the ledger What Africans Are actually Working in the interest of their people And what Africans are working on behalf of the World Economic Forum. Because, see, they all sitting there in the U.N. There ain't no damn way that they don't know that Bill Gates and his his compadres didn't try to use dual-weapon systems to basically kill African people with so-called vaccines. There's no way in hell they don't know that. There's no way in hell they don't know that Bill Gates, who was sued by India, went there with some of his measles vaccine ended up killing hundreds of people. And if they don't know that, this is why it's so important. We, they say we're in an information age. You mean to tell me these heads of these countries don't know this? the heads of them countries who may very well be allies of the beast. I'm talking about the United States and their system of government as it is currently comprised. Okay? Now uh as common said you got one too many niggers. You got one too many niggas in Congress all over the place hollering and screaming. Right, And ain't not a single solitary one of them With all of this factual documented information About how dangerous this damn venom is To this day Not a single solitary one of them Is running around here Warning the people about taking that venom This ain't about no damn party Which is what I'm saying it's about people that line up and share the same frame of reference as you do. And that's where I am with Orange Man. And I've given you clear examples of what I'm talking about. The court goes to uh, the World Economic Forum and takes his slimy criminal little ass to sleep. Everywhere yeah, else he'd go, he'd go to sleep. okay? Orange man goes there and tells them to kiss where the sun don't shine. Look out for your own interest, because I'm looking out for the people that put me in office. I'm looking out for their interest. So, no. Watch this, bear, family. Them Hawaiians are mad as hell now, right? And they even more mad since the corpse went there and went to sleep on them. Mm -hmm. Gave him $700. Now watch this now, watch this. I think they got the ass kicking that they asked for. Because you know what, Bae? Family? They supposedly voted overwhelmingly for the courts and the Democratic Party, just like we supposedly did, because we thought we gonna get we gonna get us some reparations, boss. And I cannot forget when the Negroes decided they needed to have a meeting with Biden because he wasn't saying nothing to them. Right after he got elected. So around March, he had a meeting with them and told them to sit your ass down. I'll get to you when I get time. Do you remember that? Mm
1: -hmm.
4: So-called Negro leaders were pissed off. Somebody filmed the thing and released, released a video of it. And all these fake Negro leaders, right? With some breakfast club and uh what's the little fat dude, uh Bev that I can't stand to talk their ass, and always try to talk with people? Rolling Roland Martin. <laughs> Rolling Martin. Big time sleaze ball. And one thing about a sleaze ball, it will incorporate and consume all the other sleeve balls in its orbit. So you'll find all those people that ride with people like Roland Martin, they're all sleeve balls in their own right. We just choose to put a, a proper label on it, a proper identification on it, Bear, by simply labeling it white supremacy and blackface. We can sit on this radio station and we're all through the eugenics movement going all the way back a hundred and some years ago and gave you the people who were involved in it, showed you how they passed it down to Bill Gates. So now Bill Gates, along with uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, George Soros, and others, they're the beneficiaries of that. Remember, we pointed out that that whole movement was pushed down To the U.N. From the U.N., it was basically moved out around the world, particularly using vaccinations. This is not about one-upping anybody. This ain't about, I got you, I got you, got you. You ain't using the right word. While these people are basically redefining everything, calling the the reproductive organ of a woman, uh, what do they call it? Uh, 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 <laughs> I, I can't even think of the name of it. It's so, and, and the women ought to be outraged. Okay. Ought to be outraged. They just squatting all over women, and then telling us that the women love it. The reason that they love it is because they got a job. They gave them some jobs, so they call the vagina a bonus hole. <laughs> Yes, thank you, family. Our bonus hole is madness. It is sheer madness that you would hate anybody so much that you would cut off your own head committing suicide. There is nothing that in terms of the policies that these people are pushing, that's people friendly, not any of it. I don't give a damn. If you talk about some green environmentalism, you will never see them debate anybody on any of this. Because it doesn't hold water. They can't prove nothing that they're talking about. So the Africans dodged the bullet. To be more accurate, they dodge that freak in Africa. It's real talk, family. Y'all don't think there's they dodge the freak in Africa? Well, let me do this. Let me do this. Bear, the first thing I ran into the, today, bear. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what's that? Huh? I, I was just saying, what's that? I,
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you because the family ain't gonna leave it, so okay. I gotta play it for you. Now I ain't looking for this. It's looking for me, which tells me I probably need to go back into a metaphysical mode right about now. uh Because somehow people think that uh, apparently I'm on some kind of ego trip. I don't play those games. You can't go through what I go through and have gone through and be on some kind of ego trip. Unless I'm into self-mutilation. And I'm damn sure not into self-mutilation. I don't even have a tattoo on me. Okay. It took me 20, 25 years to get an earring put in my ear. I got one, damn if I'm going to pierce my nose, damn if I'm going to pierce both my ears, because I like to see women with uh, nice jewelry adorning them. I don't think uh, men don't need jewelry Personal. That's just my opinion. Now, if you want to wear it, I wear it too. It just With me, it's more traditional and cultural jewelry. Because I ain't trying to bling for nobody. Because I don't give a damn. I see the value in it. And I see the non-value in it. Okay? Now, this is what I heard, family. I hope it. This is the first thing I ran into when I got up this morning. talking about a freak in Africa. Check this out. Men and women of the finest military in the world. Most of all, Michael and I
7: also want to acknowledge uh, your son, Jack, who's deployed today. All of you have performed extraordinary service to our country.
1: I performed all sex on Barack
8: Obama. The following day, I actually get a knock on my hotel room door in Gurney, Illinois, only to find Barack Obama standing in front of it. He had actually
1: come back for seconds.
3: Did you hear him? Who is that? Is that that guy? That's somebody else? Is that the one from back in the day?
4: That's Larry Sinclair before they killed him. Oh,
3: right. Okay. I thought that was him. Did you hear what he said, though? Yeah. Can you repeat what he said, Bill? He, he gave him head, oil six, and he came back for more.
4: He came back the next
3: day for second. He must have gave him some good hair.
4: <laughs> Babe, I wish I could make this up. They act like the dude don't didn't exist because he had the evidence to prove everything he said. Well, and what really, all the, what really just ought to sh- uh, uh, shake people up is Bo Biden was the dude, the attorney general that basically arrested Sinclair immediately after he had that press conference at the National Press Club. There's no way in hell I can make that up. That's what woke me up today. Okay, after going to bed about five o'clock uh, this morning. But that's just a, as James Brown would say, a, a little bitty bit. Mm-hmm. or a small portion. Let me go here, family, before I get into the research. I always have this stuff set up where I can just go boom, boom, boom from one thing to the next, right? Mm -hmm. Now, before we left last night uh, at what, one something in the morning, Bill? It was two here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Wow, two o'clock in the morning, we on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> now, let me let the family hear a real black African as opposed to this fake ass African like Obama and some of these other African leaders that will put that. All right, and we've been saying this for decades. Cause all you have to do is look at their behavior. And then people want to blame the Africans for their situation. They've been murdering. You just ain't been paying no attention. They've been murdering African leaders nonstop, going all the way back to the 60s. Nonstop. And you'll notice the ones that are in power the longest are people like Mobutu. They say Seiko okay, who damn near died in office, Papa Doc Duvalier down in Haiti and his family. That's who the Bidens remind me of. Man, they murdered all our leaders and then put gave you some new ones. Y'all don't believe me? Ask Jesse Jackson before you check out of here. But now there's a more bolder, in some African countries, group of African leaders who just ain't having it no more, okay? Because I think they understand that as long as they put themselves up under the yoke of the real system of white supremacy, all right, being led by America, they're never going to be able to do the things necessary to make their people whole. I'm going to play this first, and I'm going to tell you who it is. Now, he's talking about um, military bases in Botswana can destroy South Africa in two minutes. Two minutes!
7: Them a issue of America having um, military base in Botswana, and the reason why he isn't comfortable with this is he says, should America ever have a problem with South Africa and choose to flatten the country, it will only take two minutes before able to do that. Now America has been rapidly expanding its military bases across Africa and positioning itself in strategic places. And Julius Malema says this threatens the very security and sovereignty of many African countries, South Africa included.
6: A research was conducted, the landing street that is there in the army base of Botswana. They say it can land a fighter jet which can take less than two minutes if it wants to hit the Union building. So if America says we're fighting South Africa, it doesn't have to send anything from Washington. They are here already. And that's what Putin doesn't want in Ukraine. They want to do what they did here in Botswana. In Ukraine. And people need to know that there is a base here yeah. which can flatten South Africa in less than no time if America decides to fight with us. It doesn't have to move anything from Washington. Actually, by the time we assemble our equipment,
7: how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Andrea Ganga. I'm a business channelist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here having conversations about black people, Africans or empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global thing. Today want- What what is she? About?
3: What did she just refer to herself as? I couldn't understand what she was saying.
4: Okay, I know it's difficult, uh, but sometimes I have to go directly to the people who are right there. they indigenous mm-hmm. and sometimes lose a little something, but yeah, so let I might me have take a
3: to listen to her again,
4: yeah, let me take it back a little bit. so want, this is a base per me and Brother West in our conversation about uh uh referring to africa as a kibi line that i haven't done in it's got to be 25 years
3: yeah that that's right? la- that's when i heard about it about 25 yeah. 20 years ago anybody else so if you're gonna get been all out of shape that means you
4: you're gonna put yourself up in a pretzel because you angry that everybody else or hardly anybody conscious or unconscious is referring to africa as a kibi line It it don't mean that he's necessarily incorrect in terms of changing our language. It's like I stated yesterday. It's a matter of convenience, okay? It's a matter of convenience. So if you want to start people to referring to it as uh, a cubulon, then you do it. Start it. Real simple. But don't get angry at other people because they are bigger things to get angry at. That's why I'm saying the things that I'm saying. There are much bigger things to be angrier about. So listen to what she refers to herself and other, uh, I can't even use people of color. See, I don't use that term because it's it's been stolen by these crazy-ass people. So I don't use people of color. I used that term back in the 80s. All right, in solidarity with other people that was fighting against the real system of white supremacy. But then that whole thing got hijacked, and then all these crazy people started running around here. White people running around calling black people coons. White people! If you disagree with them. Listen carefully. <laughs> and it's not a whole lot more I can do. Check this out. I
7: want to talk about an interview that Julius Malema had some time back. He was talking about a couple of things, and the first one that I would like us to address is just borders and what fuels migration of
6: It doesn't have to move anything from Washington. Actually, by the time we assemble our equipment, we 24- want to go.
7: How are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our Conversations. My name is Andira Ganga. I'm a business champion by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here having conversations about black people, Africans are empowerment and how we can rise up.
4: Did you hear her say black people and African empowerment? Yeah. And she's sitting there in the continent. Now, why does she do that? Because it's convenient. Because her content speaks louder than anything that she could ever say. This is Julius Malema. All right? So-called radical South African young leader that's as far away from people like Nelson Mandela as can be. Thank God for that. Okay? So how do these people keep Africans on their knees? Quite simply, they murder all of their good leaders, them with neo-colonialist slave drivers, and they've been doing it for decades. That's how they're able to do it. I'm going to add one piece to this mix, because we're not very versed in African history. Bev, do you know who the chief opponent (laughs) of the African National Congress was during the apartheid era? Mm -mm. No. It was the Zulus. The Zulus were allied with the apartheid government. And I forget the, the Zulu leader's name, but he was very popular. And you will say, well, how in the hell can African people partner with a, the apartheid system? Well, when you come to the logical conclusion of that question, you can basically then begin to see how they've been able to control Africa for decades since the liberation movement in the 1950s, specifically after World War II.
3: With black faces.
4: That is correct. They murdered or attempted to overthrow all of the real leaders and replaced them with fake ones. And this is why that's important because they did the same thing here. They did the same thing here. There's nowhere, nowhere uh, in history of an oppressed group of people freeing themselves. You must have proper leadership in order to free yourself. The people don't just get up one morning and say, oh, well, we're going to be free now. It don't work like that. So once you understand that and you understand that these people still control the economies of these countries, right, and that that's why you got all the fighting going on there now. And now here come another group of Africans, so-called ECOWAS, that want, want to go and attack another African country because they overthrew of French neo-colonialists. If we had the proper leadership in this country, there's no in hell black youth would be uh, doing the stuff that they're they doing today. We don't have it. Where's the the voices of moderation and discipline? Where are those voices at, Bear? Do you see them on CNN? Nope. It's all by design that are deciding who and what black people are. It's white people, but but specifically so-called liberals who are defining what's black and what's not. And we've all seen it. When they see a black person that disagree with them, they start calling them coons and Uncle Toms and all this kind of crap. White people. Let me go back to a little bit more of this, because I want to hear a little bit of what Malema, I want the family to hear what Julius Malema had to say. Come on, man, don't be doing this.
7: I can take our rightful place at the Global Stage. Today I want to talk about an interview that Julius Malema had some time back He was talking about a couple of things, and the first one that I would like us to address is just, borders and what fuels migration of people. So, Julius Malema was giving an address in one of the many cases that he's always He spoke of an array of issues which we will be detecting today. One of the key issues that he spoke about was migration of African youth across the continent and what fuels the movement of people. And he was very, he made it a lot of sense because that's the reason why people move is because of poverty. People are just looking for opportunities. And he was encouraging African youth and South African youth not to be limited by borders. Borders are artificial and they were created by people and it's high time that Africans begin defying these borders and going where opportunities take them. We live in a world where right now people are working remotely, opportunities are available across the continent, but we limit our scope of thinking because you don't want to look outside of your vicinity to look for opportunities. And he was just urging African youth to think outside the box, go to, if you're in South Africa, go to Nigeria, look for opportunities. If you're in Nigeria, go to Madagascar or Mozambique, look for opportunities, the opportunities in terms of labor, opportunities in terms of selling your product, because borders are actually a, a, a concept created by Europeans during the colonial era.
6: Your problem is that you are saying you don't want colonialism, but you embrace the borders that were brought by colonialism here. There were no borders here. There have never been borders here. And that's a business Berlin conference. It's not long time ago. It's traceable. The borders started then. The
4: Berlin Conference is when they carved up Africa and created the borders. Okay? I've been against borders. In terms of Africa, for as long as I can remember, because that creates, uh, this is mine and that's yours, that didn't exist prior to the system of white supremacy. So now you need to go back and look and see who, who called for and who ran the Berlin Conference, and you will find the people behind white supremacy and track them up to today and see what they up to. Y'all already know what you gonna find.
6: The people will never leave their countries to a country if their economy and their government is working. Mm-hmm. Limpopo is very poor. There is no border between housing and Limpopo. But Limpopo people have not left Limpopo to come to Hauden. Yet housing has got more resources. Why can't they live with Limpopo and come here? If these people wanted to come here, this fence was not going to stop them. No one wants to come here. They are coming to look for opportunities, and that's what we must encourage with all of you, especially the unemployed youth of South Africa. Let Africa be your playing ground. We were conditioned to think that we are superior, and we are a country that is defined out of the continent. There are many countries in the continent that are doing so well. And they can use your skill. and they use dollars, by the way, some to pay. Okay. So, our position didn't change. All right. I have no time for borders. Why? I have no time for colonialism. When you, how do you say to me, go and change French on the passport? And then come at the same time and say we're in Zanzibar border. Yeah. Leave the borders alone, but remove French. Removing <laughs> of French on the passport, it's part of decolonizing <laughs> South Africa.
7: Malema also mentions a very important thing. He says borders do not exist in Europe and in America. You know, they know the importance of the free movement of people and free movement of goods. And it's high time also Africa begins recognizing the power that it has. Can you imagine all the resources that the continent has? If these resources were able to move freely, Africa is such a young continent, to me, majority of the people on the continent have some form of education, mostly like a degree or a master's degree, but they're constrained because of borders. If these people could move freely across the continent, if goods could move freely, if Kenyan flowers did not necessarily have to go to Netherlands for them to come back to... You know, to be bought in Ghana or Nigeria, and people think, oh, the flowers are from Holland, yet those flowers are literally from Kenya. And it also says a lot about how we perceive our own goods. You will buy a car from Germany and call it a German machine, yet you will not buy a car that was made in Africa by Africans that understand the African terrain. Most of those cars, to be honest, and most of the products that are built in Europe and America are made for those markets. The studies are done for those markets. They're made for those people. And so here comes um, innovation and technology that is beheaded by Africans for Africa on the continent, but because we have, we suffer this inferiority complex and we think that the only thing that is legit is what has the approval mark of a white person. We look down upon ourselves, and by doing that, we're, we're, we're sort of uh, dwarfing our own growth as Africans on the continent.
6: They, they don't have borders in Europe. But when it comes to us, they say, no, you must have borders. Why? The division of South Africa, of Africa is what makes them thrive. They thrive on the division of the African continent. Can you imagine the minerals of DRC, combined with the minerals of South Africa and with a new currency based on the minerals, <coughs> what we can do to the dollar? If we become a United States of Africa with our minerals alone, we can collapse the dollar. We can collapse the strong pound. That is based on gold, yet they don't have a gold mine. So why do you allow such things? So my position is informed by that. And, and, and someone says, no, we won't vote you uh, 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 if you say such things, we won't vote for you. He's asking me to lie so that he can go around saying politicians lie. When I tell the truth to you, I won't vote for you. I must lie so that they can vote for me. <laughs> There were no borders and we must all of us unite in that court. Yeah. Free movements of persons, free movements of goods will make this country flourish.
4: Now, I can agree with much of what Malema is saying. Because <laughs> he's made it quite clear that he's, an, he's a nationalist. Okay? Now, here's the problem. He feels that way but then he's got to deal with 20 other African so-called heads of state who are all on the payroll of the beast, totally controlled by him. So now, how is he going to make that happen unless you remove all of them snakes? Let's leave Africa and come here. How are you going to have unity of black people in this country when you can't go from uh, Bed-Stuy to Brooklyn without somebody sticking a pistol in your face that looked like you. In Chicago, it, at uh, about 10, 15 years ago, it was damn near you couldn't go from one block to the next. Now, I want you to think about that, trying to kill other black people that live a block over from them. You see, I don't have to put no chains on your wrists and your feet. If I got chains on your brain, it's going to take a major influx of courage for black people to get out of what we in. And I say we collectively because the same problems they got in South Africa, we got right here because everything that we do is being governed by the system of white supremacy and lorded over, ruled by white supremacy in blackface. And all you have to do, family, is look at Barack Obama, look at what you thought he was, and look at what he is. Many of you thought he was something other than what he really was uh, back in 2008. Now you know what he is. Okay? This is real talk, family. Now, Projozin was killed today. I don't know how that's going to shake out. Uh in terms of uh, the Wagner Group and its involvement along with Russia in many African countries, I found it interesting that they just had a summit a little more than a week ago where Putin was speaking remotely. And that's when he pointed out to the African people that he would give them free grain. They wouldn't have to pay for it. Do you know how important that is, family? We, we have no idea how important that is. Let me put it like this. I know many of us are aware that they have been basically poisoning the food, shutting down the supply lines, attacking farmers all over the world where they have their influence because they don't want the farmers to produce food. People who are in the know who are in the food business are saying, get prepared for this winter because if people didn't see it before, they're going to begin to see severe shortages of many of the things in terms of food that we take for granted. Why is that? Because these damn Democrats, led by John Kerry and others, with some fake climate change, have decided that they're going to limit food production. So they're attacking the farmers all over the globe, where they have influence. And you saw food production plants being blown up this past winter, like nobody's business. Unless you think that that was just just a coincidence that all these food plants, food uh, processing plants, just blew up and caught on fire for no reason. It's insane, family. It is absolutely insane. Some of us think that we're just going to be here and, you know, we're going to get up and go to work every day and everything is going to be fine. Man, I hate to disappoint you. Okay? I hate to disappoint you. They hate Russia because Russia offers a viable alternative to the beast. Now, yeah. i got one more piece here that I want to play just to show you that you're allies in the future. And I know some of us are so caught up on black and white. I get it. I, I was there. I get it. I get all of it. Okay? But I want you to check out this little girl and where she comes from is more important. Because Italy has a history of you talk about racism, man, oh, man. But I want you to listen because I played you a piece from her last week. And see, this is aimed squarely at Mr. Rothschild himself, Macron, Emmanuel Macron. All right? Another one of these little midgets, just like that little midget in Ukraine. All manufactured. There's nothing real about them. But this little white girl, and I may have to read it for you because she's speaking in Italian. But the title of this is Italy Prime Minister Georgia Maloney goes viral again the Niger coup blames France exploitation. And this ain't just no speech because what she's saying is the reason that you emptying out Africa, and for us, you can read into this emptying out South America, is because you they won't. Can read title to...
3: again? Oh yeah. Italy
4: Prime Minister Georgia Maloney goes viral again after Niger coup blames France exploitation. Okay, oh, they don't like this little white I hope she got some real good security. Okay, but here's what she said. Like I said, I'm probably going to have to read some of it because she's speaking in her own language, but they got the subtitles, so I should be able to read it, hopefully. Okay, so here we go. Of all the
8: former colonial empires. France appears to notably retain significant influence over its former colonies. Presently, the inhabitants of African nations once ruled by France are taking a stance against their former colonizers, seeking complete independence from them. The question arises, what actions or ongoing practices by France have led to this widespread resentment? Italian Prime Minister Giorgio Maloney has long been shedding light on France's alleged wrongdoings and following the Niger coup, some of her statements have gained considerable attention. Prime Minister Georgia Maloney has consistently expressed her concerns regarding the mistreatment of Africans by France. She has consistently criticized France for its perceived exploitation of the resources within African nations. According to her assertions, France benefits disproportionately from African resources Compared to the local populations, Maloney contends that addressing the issue of illegal immigration necessitates putting an end to the exploitation of Africans and allowing them to break free from these exploitative practices.
0: Questo this
9: is a child who works in a
0: gold mine. Questo bambino che lavora in, in una Burkina miniera d'oro in Burkina Faso. Il Burkina Faso è una Burkina delle Faso nazioni Faso più povere the del mondo. Per il the Burkina Faso che allora Prince, la Francia stampa colonial money for
4: Burkina Faso, which has gold. So France goes there and gets the gold and then gives them fake money, okay? So why and how is France able to do that? Because they control the leaders. It ain't the people. In most of these African countries, the people are disarmed. Let's keep going.
0: Moneta coloniale. In cambio pretende che finiscano nella tasca
4: del tesoro that of that francese, il 50%, 50% di tutto quello che Burkina Faso. Fino a quello in
0: quello che viene in Faso. in Burkina that che viene che in this child goes down a tunnel to extract mostly ends up in the coffers of the French state. So the solution is not to take
4: the Africans and bring them to
0: Europe.
4: The solution is to free Africa from certain Europeans who exploit it. And you can take Africa and put it in Latin America.
0: European
4: and allow
9: these people to live off what they have.
0: Emmanuel Macron?
4: Emmanuel Macron, Emmanuel Macron described us as disgusting, cynics, and irresponsible
0: ci ha definiti vomitevoli, sciansi, irresponsabili. E qui la stampa italiana a dire.
4: And here the Italian press began to ask. Did you hear what Macron said about us? He said we're irresponsible. What a shame.
0: Eh, Ecco che ha detto Macron che siamo irresponsabili. Vergogna. Irresponsabile, Emmanuel Macron. The irresponsible Emmanuel Macron are those who bombed Libya
4: because they were concerned that Italy would obtain important energy concessions with Gaddafi.
0: and left us facing the chaos of
4: illegal immigration we are facing
0: now. Macron.
4: The cynics, Emmanuel Macron, are the French who send the gendarme, that's the military, to return any immigrant trying to cross the border in
0: Ventimiglia. Oh. <laughs>
4: and most of all and because things have to be said I uh, said right disgusting
0: Che le cose vanno raccontate come si deve vomitevole e chi? bono se vuoi di su Stamai non pensar Boni
4: disgusting is friend that continues to exploit Africa by printing money to 14 African countries, charging them mint fees. So France doesn't just print the capital for Niger. It prints the currency for 14 countries and then charges them a fee for producing the currency
0: that France mint vomitevole e chi come la Francia continua a sfruttare l'Africa stampando moneta per 14 nazioni africane sulle quali applica il signoraggio facendo lavorare bambini
4: and by children labor in the mines and by extracting raw materials as is happening in Niger
0: in Estraendo materie prime come accade in Niger, dove la Francia estrae.
4: Where France extracts 30% of the uranium it needs to run its nuclear reactors while 90% of Niger's population lives without electricity.
0: Il 30% dell'uranio che gli serve a far camminare le centrali nucleari e il 90% dei nigerini vive senza elettricità. Non ci venire a fare le
4: Do not come to teach us lessons, Macron. The Africans are abandoning their continent because of you.
0: you. The solution is not to
4: transfer Africans to Europe, but to liberate Africa from some Europeans.
0: We will not
4: accept lessons from you, is that
0: clear?
8: France has faced allegations of instituting unjust agreements between itself and African nations. One such policy is the purported imposition of a colonial tax, ostensibly tied to the benefits reaped from colonization. This implies that newly independent nations are required to reimburse the expenses incurred by France for constructing infrastructure during the colonial era. Another policy causing significant disagreement involves the appropriation of national financial reserves. Under this arrangement, African countries are mandated to deposit their financial reserves with the Bank of France. Consequently, France has effectively maintained custody over the financial reserves of 14 African countries since 1961, which include Benin, Burkina Faso, guinea bissau Ivory Coast, Mali, Niger, Senegal, Togo, Cameroon, the Central African Republic, Chad, Congo-Brazzaville, Equatorial Guinea, and Gabon. Notably, in 2019, A proposal emerged from eight West African countries advocating for the withdrawal of their currency reserves from the French central bank. Another substantial point of contention between France and its former colonies revolves around the matter of raw materials and resources. Among these, the Sahel nation stands out as one of the world's significant uranium producers, serving as a major supplier of uranium to the European Union, particularly France. With the crisis intensifying in Niger following the recent coup d'etat, there is a growing sense of apprehension within Europe regarding uranium exports from Niger, a prominent uranium producer globally. It is believed one in every three light bulbs in France is powered by uranium sourced from Niger. Yet in Niger, nearly 85 percent of the population remains without access to electricity. Despite Niger having gained its independence in the 1960s, France continues to wield significant influence within the country, effectively maintaining a quasi monopoly on accessing its natural resources. Since the discovery of uranium in Niger, a substantial portion of the ore has been exclusively exported to France for over four decades through Arriva, the French state-owned nuclear power company. Surprisingly, This arrangement has led to uranium mining, contributing only around 5% of Niger's national gross domestic product. Considering Niger's vital role in supplying raw materials to France at a notably low expense, it might be expected that France would have shown greater commitment to Niger's development. However, Niger remains entrenched among the most impoverished nations in Africa. The surge of anti-France sentiments is hardly astonishing given that the ongoing collaboration and engagement with France have failed to yield any favorable outcomes, instead exacerbating the challenges faced by former French colonies. Do you think France is to blame for Niger's economic situation? Let us know in the comments. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe to the New Africa channel for more exciting future
7: videos.
4: Now watch this family. Africa has some of the most arable land, land conducive to growing foods of anywhere on this planet. So why are they having such a difficult time feeding themselves? Simple. Because the policies of the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund creates what they call conditionality. Meaning we'll give you $700 million, but you are not allowed to grow the foods necessary to feed your people. You must import the food from our people, as a condition to get the money to pay off your debt, and it's really only paying off the interest on the debt. Now, you add the fake African leaders to that, and you will understand why black people in this country running around, hollering and screaming about, for the last 20 years, food deserts. because it's the same people. And sometimes I think that these things are already known by most people. And we're only scratching the surface. We didn't even put into the mix the various tribal customs, which create tension between some of the African uh, people and their leadership. So when these particular customs are not obeyed because of Western uh, meddling, then what happens? People, those tribes are immediately labeled radical, okay? Terrorists. And the only people who have the necessary weapons to do battle is the military, many of whom were trained by these gangsters in this country that we would tend to fight each other. You know what I mean? While Echo is preparing to invade Niger and therefore fight Mali, and other African countries that are allied with Niger, because they all, as you as you noted there, if you're listening, France is printing up their currency and got them in the same vice. And when you don't find France, you find Germany, you find Britain, or you find the United States, United Snakes. And this is why we said the first order of the day, for black people is to put Africa on the agenda. If Trump is who he says he is, we don't give him no pass. That's been the problem. No, you don't give him no pass. You hold him accountable for the things that he says. And because he's an outsider, the chances of you being successful in that and being able to give him your vote in return for that, now you got a return on your investment. But what did you get from the, the corpse? You know what you got. Unbelievable. That ain't the half of it, family. Let's keep going. Check this. This is from Org. Because they're attacking Africa from a variety of positions. Okay? Now I want you to keep Obama in mind, this closeted homosexual. I want you to keep him in mind as we read this. Okay. Biden wants sanctions for Uganda because its government passed anti-LGBT laws. From Mrs. org, M-I-S-E-S dot org, here's what they say. In an excellent display of how U.S. foreign policy can be used as a means of pandering to domestic interest groups, the Biden administration has threatened to impose sanctions on Uganda as punishment for that regime's adoption of new laws criminalizing some types of homosexual behavior. Now, think about this, family. They're going to cut off Uganda's welfare check because that's what it is. Because it's not advocating that people go out there and let other men go out there and let other men stick them in their ass. Now, I want you to be clear with that. Because guess what? As soon to be planned at a theater near you. They say, while it's, abund- it's abundantly clear that this move from the Ugandan state presents absolutely no threat to any vital U.S. interests, the Biden administration apparently believes the situation requires immediate action by the U.S. regime. According to Axios, the Biden administration's proposed actions include whether the U.S. will continue to safely deliver services under the U.S. president's emergency plans for AIDS relief and other forms of assistance and investment. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why would you cut off AIDS relief if you are tying an economic package to the very behavior that you told us spreads aid. They say Biden administration officials will also review Uganda's eligibility for the African Growth and Opportunity Act. And understand, family, whatever these things that they say, whatever they name them, is generally the exact opposite. So if they say Africa, growth, and opportunity, that means no growth and no opportunity. That's why they are emptying out as many African countries, and again, you can read into that Latin American countries as they possibly can because it will make their takeover of the land much easier. And if you notice, then all of these so-called migrants are men, young men, they say, which provides eligible sub-Saharan African countries with duty-free access to the U.S. market for hundreds of products. So we'll give you money, but we tell you how you can spend it and then what conditions you have to adhere to in order to get it. In this country, we call it welfare. They say, what exactly are these new laws that require the State Department to get involved in the internal affairs of a country 8,000 miles away? According to the Hill, the new anti-gay law would impose a death penalty in cases of aggravated homosexuality and would impose a life sentence for engaging in gay sex. The state defines uh, aggravated homosexuality as homosexual acts carried out by those infected with HIV or homosexual acts that involve children, try pedophilia, disabled people, or those drugged against their will. Now, y'all already know that pedo Pete is going to automatically pass laws that's going to inhibit him doing what he's been doing all his life, and that's raping his own children. Or put another way, the death penalty would be imposed in many cases on those found guilty of engaging in sex with children and with people unable to consent. Even in those cases, these are pretty harsh penalties, and certainly few Americans from any part of the political spectrum would support such measures. Then do this then get the hell out of Uganda and don't go there. That's all. That's all. You can't impose your deviancy on other people's countries, okay, which is what they're attempting to do. And you don't get more deviant than many of the so-called leaders who are in the closet. They're either in-the-closet homosexuals or in-the-closet pedophiles. They say the proposed method of punishing Ugandans, Ugandans is rather curious, however. Note that the sanctions being discussed include, ironically, cutting off AIDS relief dollars, plus dollars that the regime has long insisted are absolutely vital to economic development and poverty relief in the developing world. If that's true, then the U.S. regime proposes trying to impoverish ordinary Ugandans as punishment for acts of the Ugandan regime. It's also notable that the U.S. regime can now be fixated on such laws in Uganda when similar laws already exist on the books of several U.S. allies. For example, the death penalty can be imposed for various homosexual acts in Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and the United Arab Emirates. Death by stoning is also inflicted on alleged homosexuals in U.S. ally Pakistan. Moreover, after 20 years of U.S. occupation, Afghanistan imposes similar punishments. Those are just the places where the death penalty is potentially imposed. Homosexual acts are criminalized in a variety of countries that retain friendly relations with the U.S., including Egypt, the top recipient of U.S. foreign aid, plus Iraq, Jordan, South Sudan, and Nigeria. Homosexual sex between males can bring life imprisonment imprisonment in Tanzania. So why is Uganda now so much in the crosshairs while Saudi Arabia escapes notice? The fact is, the U.S. regime is threatening sanctions on ordinary Ugandans because it can. Given that there is no sizable... More electorally powerful Ugandan population in the U.S. You see, you very rarely run into Ugandans in this country. Why? Because they don't have the preferred card. Because their government will stand up to this beast. Okay. They say it cost the administration nothing to denounce Uganda, while also virtual signaling. A sig- uh, virtual signaling to extremely powerful and well-funded domestic LGBT interest groups. Denouncing the Saudis or the Qataris, on the other hand, might bring geopolitical complications, and thus you won't hear much about Saudi or Qatari punishment of homosexual acts in the U.S. media or in Washington. Moreover, Washington's willingness to immediately begin threatening sanctions against some faraway country has been part of the overall imperialist impulse that has prevailed in Washington since the end of the Cold War. This is when the U.S. shifted towards becoming an ever more aggressive world morality police that would attempt to globally protect rights in vague mimicry of how the federal government, via the federal courts and threats of cutting off federal funding, dictates to the state what counts as acceptable law. This new scheme was apparent by 1994, Brother Tetlow, when Murray Rothbard wrote a sarcastic article suggesting that the U.S. be prepared to invade any foreign country where the local regime has not sufficiently embraced the American regime's cultural ideas. Now, I know some of you recall Cutmose. I'm sure, giving you the skinny on Murray Rothbard, this degenerate family, right, where the husband is a tranny and the wife is a lesbian kind of like the former governor, I'm sorry, the former mayor of New York, that nasty bastard, okay? And they got the nerve to run around here and pass out morality cards for everybody else's behavior when they're doing everything up under the sun, okay? They say the key, Rothbard contends, was to define every foreign deviation as a threat to U.S. national security. Rothbard noted that even by the mid-1990s, American interventionalists, such as the neoconservatives, had already cunningly redefined national interests to cover every ill, every grievance under the sun. This naturally would lead Uh, Rothbard suggested, to the need to intervene in nearly every foreign country on earth. The good news in the Uganda case is that at least we are not hearing any calls for regime change or boots on the ground so far. Now, I want you to understand the magnitude of this, family, because they won't advocate that men be allowed to go stick other men in the ass that you should invade them.
3: And and I'm saying that they they trying to ease it in because they got videos of a um, uh, young African and he dresses up as a woman with a, a purse and he does it, you know, funny. But I say, okay, this, they're trying to ease this in.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I told you, family, this school year is going to be unlike any other year you've seen. Because they're coming at the baby. Big time. And you can sit back and think that they are. Don't say you were not given warning. Okay? If your children are in the public school system, they're in trouble. They say, fortunately, many Americans haven't yet bought into the idea every objectionable act by a foreign regime can be defined as a threat to U.S. national interest. This is why even today, when Washington targets some foreign regime for regime change or economic sanctions or a volley of cruise missiles, the American interventionists usually try to at least suggest that the target regime it's some kind of threat to US national interest. There. Who's running Ukraine? Or should I ask, what is running Ukraine? Because what was Zelensky advocating before he became the president of Ukraine? LGBT. Openly, okay, Hmm. playing the piano with his penis. This is not a joke, not in the least. You may think it's a joke. You can't see it up close and personal. Let him take control. And I'm telling you, uh, Zelensky, his military spokesperson, is now a tranny. A man dressed up as a woman in a military uniform. Okay? They say, Experience suggests that if the regime really wants to get the American public riled up about a new war, Washington has to make the case for something beyond mere humanitarian intervention. This is why the Bush administration felt it had to trump up accusations of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. It's why Obama claimed that the U.S. has a national security interest in ensuring that we've got a stable Syria. It's why those who wanted a U.S. war in Bosnia insisted that the conflict in the Balkans in the mid-1990s provided a threat to vital U.S. interests such as European stability and NATO unity. Sometimes, though, some foreign countries are so obviously not a threat to the U.S. that humanitarian meddling through military action isn't politically viable. In those cases, the regime usually falls back on sanctions. Yeah, sanctions as a part of a strategy. The other part is coups, overthrowing the government. They say this strategy has been around a long time. Murray Rothbard noticed this trend in 1994 as well, and he listed just some of the real-life uh, suggested sanctions that could be employed to whip foreign countries into land. Now I want you to understand, family, this is a nasty tranny running around here because he's a billionaire dictating U.S. foreign policy. They say Uganda is just one of the great many regimes targeted in this fashion in recent decades. Yet, the landscape has changed considerably since 1994. In 2023, the U.S. obsession with sanctioning dozens of countries has backfired and began to isolate the U.S. more and more from the developing world. And from any regime that doesn't enjoy taking orders from Washington. This includes the regimes in some of the world's largest economies, including China, India, And Brazil, the U.S.'s tendency to incessantly turn to sanctions to make a political point and the apparent capriciousness with which the U.S. regime is willing to do so only motivates the world's regimes to insulate themselves from the U.S. through minimizing dollar transactions or forming tighter alliances with potential allies outside the U.S. orbit we may soon find Uganda looking for a similar way out. And that's just a sidebar, family. That's a sidebar. That's the LGBT sidebar. Okay? Uh, The Africans smell a rat. And I smelt one earlier this year, which is why I've been saying since earlier this year, that they're getting ready because they know that once they kill all them people in Ukraine, because they're killing them people because they don't need them. When they have killed enough people, it ain't about Ukraine winning nothing against Russia. Are you serious? No. It's about killing as many people as you can because this is what they do, and then have Blackrock, Vanguard, and State Street go rebuild. This is how they make their money. Okay, so you wondering? You shouldn't be wondering because everything I'm telling you can apply to this country. And you wonder why they're allowing these cities to go to hell in the handbasket? I'm not talking about any cities. I'm talking about the top cities in the country, New York, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago. These are the top cities in the country. And they're allowing them to go to hell in the handbasket because they want the people out of them. Same thing's going on in Canada. Do you know... The people in Canada are being gouged to the point that they can't even afford to pay their own rent. Young people trying to enter the rental market in Canada is like a lost ball in high grass. You can't afford the rent. And they're going to do the same thing here. That's why BlackRock is buying up all the available houses and and, uh, apartment complexes because now they got your ass by the short ones. They're going to raise them rents through the roof, and you're going to have to do what they say, or they're going to kick your ass out of them. So the rents are still going through the roof, even though the economy is going the exact opposite way. Let's take a look at the Wagner Group family. Who are they? And why are they in Africa, as I said a minute ago? Because they smell the same rat that I did. I knew they was getting ready to this so-called pivot to Africa, and they've been pivoting their ass off. Okay? They need somewhere where they can kill a whole bunch of people and ain't nobody gonna say very much of anything. Who's more expendable than Africans? Y'all tell me. Okay. You think they love criminals? You think that's why they letting them out of jail? No. They want chaos. That's why they're doing it. That's why they got no bail, because they want chaos. And I'm not saying that the bail laws shouldn't be uh, redone. Okay? But somebody that's accused of two murders and got no damn business out here on the street. Particularly when everybody in the hood know they did the murder, but they scared to say anything because of this. No snitch. Well guess what, family? This snitching occurs all the time and it's by the people that's closest to the ones that run around here talking about no snitch. If they buddies that's snitching on them. That's how they get caught. The Ma- the Wagner Group is a paramilitary organization similar to a private military company, except that de jure, it does not exist. In fact, it's not registered in Russia nor anywhere else, yet it is inextricably linked to the Russian state, despite the Kremlin strenuously denying this. Founded by Dmitry Utkin and financed by Russian oligarch Yevgeny Prigozhin, the Wagner Group's name is surrounded by rumor. Some believe the name was given to the group after Utkin's call sign Wagner. Others believe it was named after Hitler's favorite composer. The group's operations began in 2014 during the annexation of Crimea, where a reported 1,000 mercenaries uh, supported separatist militias and later the Russian army fighting in the Luhansk and Donetsk regions. In 2015, Wagner was sent to Syria in support of Bashar al-Assad. To date, the group has operated in Ukraine, Libya, the Central African Republic, Mali, Mozambique, Venezuela, and Sudan. Oh, and by the way, fam, this is from intelligencefusion.co. And yes, this is the opposition propaganda. From the intelligence community in the UK. Again, the it's from Intelligence Fusion, one word, co dot uk. The Wagner Group and its imprint
3: in Africa. Uh, Doctor uh, X, I have stepped away. What's the title again?
4: The Wagner Group and its imprint in Africa okay it's from intelligence fusion all one word dot co dot uk now they go on to say this the wagner group approach is generally multifaceted they can train equip uh, assist host country's forces, and provide specialized tactical capabilities where necessary. As with a traditional military, they're able to provide important intelligence capabilities from recruiting human intelligence sources to surveillance and reconnaissance. Wagner also provides protective services to political elites and site, secu- and site security to economic assets particularly in Africa. They've also proven particularly agile in spreading both propaganda and disinformation. They go on to deal with Wagner in Africa. Here's what they say. The U.S. estimates that between 3,000 and 5,000 Wagner operatives are present on the African continent, with this number fluctuating as troops move between conflict zones. In recent years, Wagner has primarily operated in Libya, Sudan, the Central African Republic, Mali, Mozambique, and Madagascar, supporting ruling elites. A combination of Africa's vast mineral wealth, Political instability and Russia's wish to expand its influence to the continent make it the perfect playground for the Wagner group to extend its influence and pursue financial and political goals on the ground now here's the deal, family, if you notice Wagner like Russia. Has been invited Into these countries They didn't go there In them. That's what the United States And this western white supremacist Allies have done For decades and decades And decades Okay So you know they got to put The propaganda in here That Wagner's running around Raping African women and all this kind of stuff And nothing, of course, could be further from the truth. But you got to muddy them up. you got to muddy them up. Because if you don't, you have no other reason to throw stones at them. Because what they're doing is training the people how to defend themselves. And I'm going to tell you something. If I was the head of an African country, I'd have them train my entire population in how to handle weapons. So if it becomes necessary for the people to defend themselves, you won't catch them with spears, right? Nothing against uh, traditional uh, weapons. But that's how Africa got in the situation that it is. The Zulus fought these white people tooth and nail with their traditional weapons. But it's not realistic to think that you're going to be able to hack your way past a a a a car. Okay? Don't even try. It. No. The people in Africa need to be trained in the use of weaponry to be able to repel Western or any other uh invader from their country. Period. Okay, they say Wagner was initially brought in to stabilize the country, but has since helped to bolster Russian economic interests rather than bring peace, increasing a CAR's dependence on Russian support. That's the Central African Republic. Recent conflicts in the republic started in 2013 over ethno-religious tensions and after Western partnerships failed to assure the security of the country. You see, this is what I mean about the tribal thing. All right? Uh, It's there big time because it's the cultural history of Africa. And I'm not here to try to change it. That's up to the people of Africa. They say, President Tadare turned to Russia for political and military support. Initially, Wagner's presence stabilized the Central African Republic and allowed Tadare to regain some control over important strategic areas in the country, but instability has recently returned. Politically, Moscow plays an important role. In 2019, Russia helped negotiate and encouraged Tadare to sign a peace deal still considered a roadmap for peace today. Russian officials have also taken advisory roles to help Tadare's government. Moscow is involved politically whilst relying on Wagner to provide the military component to their foreign policy. In addition to their role in combat, Wagner has guarded and distributed weapons Trained the government backed military, provide a security for political figures, and guarded financial assets. It's unclear how Wagner is compensated as no payments can be traced. Officially, Tadare is not signed a deal with them. However, the Central African Republic is rich in gold, uranium, and diamonds, and after Wagner's arrival, di- and gold mining permits were granted by the Ministry of Mines and Geology to the Lavalle Invest Sarlu Group, a corporation linked to Bogosian. Unsurprisingly, Wagner's military operations have been focused on resource-rich areas. Since the start of 2022, human rights abuses perpetrated by Wagner operatives have been rife. Abuses alleged to have been carried out by Wagner mercenaries have included uh, allegedly killing 15 civilians and burning them, Uh, allegedly breaking into the of the Henri Azamo military camp in Bangu, raping sick women and others who had just given birth. Now, I'm going to ask you again, does that make any sense, family? And then again, mercenaries looted villages and spread panic in population areas of the Vakaga province, or V-A-K-A-G-A, Vakaga, Vakaga province. These attacks coupled with those perpetrated by the Central African Republic's government have had far-reaching effects. The UN estimates, uh, UN estimates suggest that over 60% of the population need urgent relief, a task made difficult by troops blocking humanitarian convoys entering the areas of need due to security reasons. All of a sudden, with Wagner there training the government uh and its allies the u n now wants to do some humanitarian outreach no, it's the fast.
3: Fast.
4: yes that's what that's exactly what they are bear and on top of it bear, it was the United Nations troops. In Haiti, that not only brought dysentery, all right, into Haiti, but were documented raping Haitian women and got caught doing it, and nothing happened to them. That's a fact, okay? That's why we're dealing with UNIGGA, C7, East 79th Street here in Chicago, at King Solomon's Mine, this Sunday at 2 o'clock from 2 to 5, okay? And there is a $10 donation. Okay, family? So I'll see you there then. Now, they go they go going to say... Wagner's actions have put the Central African Republic in a precarious position financially. Western donors compose more than half of the Republic's $496 million state budget, the welfare payment. But Wagner's actions are causing hesitation amongst these donors, fearing funds and or equipment will end up in the hands of the proxy group. Future funding is likely to come with strict conditions. That's what I was talking about earlier, conditionality. Okay? Or not at all. All right? In other words, look, uh, Kellyanne, you got five babies here by five different men. We are not going to put up with you having Six by a sixth man. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put these cameras in your house and particularly in your bedroom. just you like to see if your legs can reach the ceiling. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want you to have no man no more. Remember under the Clinton? When they told black women specifically on public assistance that they was going to take care of the first two babies, that if you have a third one, you got to pay for them your damn self. We ain't increasing your allotment. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Clinton was trying to rape everything that looked like a woman that came near
3: him. Okay. Damn. Now, least see what. He wasn't like Obama trying to uh, get all the boys,
4: and, and that's gonna come was, out. Too was or was,
3: or was he doing both?
4: <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, we know he likes succulent sausages from Chicago. Mm-hmm. We he put that in his text to uh, what's that crooked teeth bastard? He gonna ship in. Uh, 10,000 succulent hot dogs for a pool party. Who the hell eats 10,000 hot dogs? They say the influence of Wagner in protecting Russian financial and political interests in the Central African Republic is clear. A task achieved through force. What? Moscow has been heavily involved politically, allowing Wagner to secure the military end of Moscow's policy, they say, in Mali, after separatist uprisings in 2020, and Mali, as I keep saying, family, is close to me metaphysically, but when it comes to uh, the breakdown of the resources, here's what the -the top-of-the-line white engineers said about Mali uh oh about a decade ago now yeah about around 2013 maybe a little bit before that we did the forum on it right here truth to power that and there's no other place on the planet that has as much gold per square mile as Mali. nowhere that's not my opinion okay and what is the world going to be uh, predicated on economically once the dollar is removed as the currency of exchange? What is all these other countries' currencies going to be backed by there?
3: No. No themselves.
4: No. All of Central Africa, which is where the United States got all them damn military bases, Take a look at the map, family. Just Google U.S. bases in Africa. And now you know why. Because now the goal comes into play. And the two chief opponents to the United States who are heavily involved in Africa is China and Russia. (laughs) You see, they want to keep the focus on uranium. There is no uranium without the gold coming out first. Uranium is the residue from the gold. So here's what they say about Mali: After Separatist <laughs> uprising in 2012, you want to say something there?
3: Uh-uh, I ain't had
4: nothing to say. Okay. France intervened to secure the government's position and prevent further instability. This came to an end in 2021 after a coup led by Colonel Asimi Goita. Goita turned to Russia for support and employed the Wagner Group to ensure his position endured. Goita... Promoted the anti-French and anti-colonialist rhetoric, which contributed to a poisoning of relations between Mali. Look, look at how they they, they, they portraying this. They're saying because the coup leaders despise colonialism and exploitation, that that's poisoning the atmosphere. This is the arrogance of these people, okay? So let me read that again. They say, Goita promoted an anti-French and anti-colonialist rhetoric which contributed to a poisoning of relations between Mali and France, fueled by disillusionment with a perceived inability to come back to persistence and growth of a cross-border jihadist insurgency. In 2022, France announced its complete withdrawal from the country. That was just last year, family. They had been raising hell since Obama in Mali. Because I told you. Obama's role was to neutralize Africa by claiming lineage from Africa. And this dude ain't spent 20 minutes in Africa prior to becoming the president, just like he didn't spend 20 minutes in the black community prior to fooling many of us into thinking that he was black. They say dispersed throughout the country, Wagner has provided training, combat, and created important disinformation campaigns. For example, when the French military ceded control of the Gossi military base, Wagner operatives reportedly buried bodies near the site. And on social media, a Russian campaign blamed the French for these graves in an effort to discredit France's actions. Nobody has to discredit France. France has discredited France. Propaganda-wise, Wagner released a short cartoon depicting themselves with angel wings fighting monsters. Effigies of Goiter's enemies at the protest in Bamako in 2022. Protesters wave Russian flags, Putin, and flags saying, I love Wagner. This disinformation campaign combined with successful propaganda has popularized Russia and Wagner. No. What has popularized Russia and Wagner is these countries now are stable for the first time in a long time. That's what made them popular. African people ain't stupid. Just like black people in this country ain't stupid, in spite of what some of our callers might say. They're just very poorly informed, easily propagandized. That don't make you stupid. They say the Wagner group has also assumed fighting roles. Enabling them to commit many human rights abuses. The most shocking and recent example happened in late March 22, 2022, where 300 men were killed in the town, in the town of Mora, by the Malian army and foreign soldiers, who witnesses suspect were Russian. U.S. General Stephen Townsend has estimated that Wagner's presence in Mali cost the government upwards of $10 million monthly. Similarly to the Central African Republic, officially it is unclear how the group is remunerated. However, Mali is Africa's third largest gold producer and has important lithium, uranium, and silver resources. It is presumed that the Malian government utilizes mineral resources as re, remu, remu, remuneration. It's called remuneration. Additionally, Wagner-affiliated groups such as the Alpha Development Group have been vying for mining rights in Mali. Now, this is where honest African leaders should be in position to negotiate the contracts, Sister Bear, such that yeah. the people can continue to have stability and profit from their resources. Yeah. Okay? They're going to say, as in the Central African Republic, it's clear that Wagner's actions in Mali have helped decrease Western influence while increasing dependence on Russia and the Wagner Group for political and military purposes. And I'm going to say it again. The people need to be armed. So Wagner needs to train the people in the use of military weapons. Okay? And of course, there has to be Criteria in which these things Take place Alright But the most And Biden said it He said it himself He said the most dangerous group I must say on the planet He was saying in this country Is white supremacy And he ought to know Because he serves it That's why he is Where he is it's certainly not based on his mental acumen. Because he don't have any. And his son ain't got any. They're like a bunch of trailer trash white people. The, let's call them what they really are, Sister Bear. The Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> That's what they remind you of. So... He can be Jed Clampett. His wife can be Granny. Uh, they ain't got no LMA. But they damn sure got a Jeff role. Y'all know who it is. one. <laughs> Absolutely. But they are a bunch of poor white trash who then stole and connived their way into prominence, just like the Clintons. Co-white trash. Okay? That's why they're capable of anything, anything, Raping his own children. What a sleazeball. Let me go on. They say, looking to the future, it's likely that the Wagner Group will continue to play a significant role in securing Russian interests abroad, at the expense of peace. Did you hear that, family? It was Wagner that basically whooped ISIS's ass in Syria. And Trump came in and cleaned up the rest of the residue. But it was Wagner. Wagner also stopped the Turkish military from making incursions into Syria. Okay? So, and Turkey didn't like it. So they tried to flex their muscles because they are allied with, uh, or they're part of NATO. So they basically shot down a Russian aircraft. And Putin didn't respond the way they expected. Some of you may have forgotten this. I know Tetmos ain't forgot none of this stuff because he loved his geopolitics. All right? And, yes, this is the north-south paradigm. Okay? Uh, and the United States and his allies are trying to run out here and get in front of it because they left their ass out and Russia and China has conveniently stepped in all over Africa they don't mind China because they ceding the world to China anyway but they can't stand Russia because of what they did and because they annexed Crimea and because they called uh, this current um, uh, uh, picture of the West as demonic, and it is. Okay, that's not my opinion. They're not hiding it. They're sticking as much demon-oriented stuff in your face as they possibly can and saying, now, what you going to do about it? They say, as the conflict in Ukraine intensifies, it's important to consider how this will affect power balances and Wagner's operation in Africa as mercenaries are called to Ukraine. Forces stationed in the Central African Republic, for example, have declined from 2,500 to 1,200. Okay? This is certainly to alter local dynamics in Africa and may become a contributing factor to further instability, possibly exacerbating existing conflict. In other words, because... Wagner has removed some of their forces to go with them homosexuals and them trannies asses in Ukraine under Zelensky because they had to cut their force in half. This is our opportunity now to bring in some, some rebirth of, of ISIS uh, and some Boko Haram and some uh, Al Qaeda and I told you before, it ain't about Al-Qaeda. It's about Al-Goldenstein. Okay? Boy, they're going to lock my ass up the first chance they get. <laughs> you ain't supposed to be telling black people this stuff, man did you hear what the white boy said that did Obama's, uh, the book on Obama? He said Chicago is a hotbed for black anti-Semitism. Oh, and I'm one of the springs in the mattress. So, man, you ain't supposed to be saying this stuff about the people that's raising all this hell behind the scenes. Anyway. They say Wagner's continued human rights abuses in Africa. Why hasn't anybody brought Wagner up on human rights abuses to the United Nations? Hmm. See, sometimes it's good to read the propaganda, all right, because that's what this is. But I thought it was interesting just to give you an overall view of what the opposition is saying. Because you ain't heard nothing about the Central African Republic since Wagner has been there because they stabilized the country. And you also ain't heard nothing about the United States making any kind of incursions. Uh, As a matter of fact, they're being forced to pull out into Syria since Russia and the Wagner group intervened in the overthrowing of that government. Okay, So they say, uh, Wagner's continued human rights abuses in Africa and the possibility of reduction in funding by international donors may change African government's attitudes towards the group, and this may counter Russian objectives. So in other words, if we threaten Africa to cut off their welfare check and to basically cut their link card in half, Right, That may make them reconsider doing any kind of business with Russia and being trained by Wagner. In the meantime, while they are operating their continued tactics, both in combat and propaganda, will continue to destabilize countries, in turn creating a more insecure environment for the commercial operations of non-Russian companies operating on the ground. The Wagner Group's influence and power across Africa is clear to see. Their commission of violent human rights abuses and use of unregulated power sets a dangerous precedent for other areas vulnerable enough to need support from such paramilitary groups. No, they need support from Wagner against y'all. And I can hear Tyrone Bigum sitting at home with that crack pipe in his face right now listening to Truth to Power. And when he took a hit off that crack pipe, all you could hear after that family was dog If them poor white trash bastards ain't the Beverly Hillbillies, Billies, I don't know what they are. Guess <laughs> what else because, uh is doing in Africa. And this is what really scares them, family. All right? This is why ECOWAS hasn't invaded Niger so far. Okay, Wagner's Prigozhin issues a recruiting video from Africa. Wagner's Prigozhin, who was basically punished severely today, family by having his airplane blew out the sky, along with nine other people. Man, what what a what a reward! They say Prigozhin, the founder of Russia's Wagner's private military, and by the way, if I didn't say it, this from Zero Head, who's the founder wait of Russia's say, private military. Wait a minute,
3: wait a minute. Say the, the title again, Wagner what?
4: Wagner's Prigozhin mm-hmm. issues recruiting video from Africa. Okay. The founder of Russia's Wagner private military company has popped up in Africa and issued his first full video address to the public since the mutiny events of of June 23rd, 24th, exactly two months to the day airplane gets blew out the sky. While he didn't confirm his precise whereabouts, he references the following in the video clip. The temperature is a plus 50. Everything is we like. The Wagner private military uh, company makes Russia even greater on all continents and Africa. More free. Justice and happiness for the Africans. We're making life a nightmare for ISIS and Al-Qaeda and other bandits, for and said. It appears to be a recruiting video, given he said the group is in the process of bolstering its ranks and will fulfill the tasks that were set. A telephone number for Wagner offices is presented in the Russian mercenaries outfits postings of the video on social media. For those whose legal fate and standing with the Kremlin is still unclear. Well, it ain't unclear no more, family. He ain't standing with the Kremlin now. He's laying down at the Kremlin. Kremlin. But what is clear is that he has been seen inside Russia despite reports that he was exiled to Belarus. Late last month, he was spotted at the Russia-African summit in St. Petersburg, which was hosted by Putin. After weeks, uh, a few weeks ago, there was a coup in Niger, generally seen as an anti-U.S. move. A big question which has remained is whether Wagner would be invited in by the junta leaders. The West has worried that Russia will use the political instability to make further inroads to Central and West Africa. Currently, Wagner is believed most active in places like Libya, Mali, and Sudan, and the Central African Republic. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, earlier this month, accused the Wagner group of seeking to take advantage of the instability in Niger quote. I think what happened and what continues to happen in Niger was not instigated by Russia or by Wagner, but they tried to take advantage of it. He told the BBC. Okay. Alarmingly, while both French and American troops are in the region, Wagner mercenaries are just next door from Niger in Mali. Wagner chief Prigozhin had positive, positively celebrated the coup immediately after and blasted past French and Western colonialism in Africa. See, this is what pisses them off, family. They know that the, Afri- the the African people know that the colonizers didn't come from Russia and China. On the contrary, the colonizers came from France, Great Britain, Germany, and the United States, in and in the associated SOBs, okay, of the real system of white supremacy those that you find pushing all this LGBT crap, right, and trying to empty out Africa, like daily in love with African people, into Western Europe so they can fight against white people. But y'all heard the president of Italy, y'all heard the words come out of her own mouth and say that the problem ain't the migrants, coming to Europe, that's a symptom. The problem is uh, colonialism still being expressed big time by the same colonial powers. The very same bastards. They never left Africa. They've been killing all the leaders since the 1950s. Before Patrice Mumma could take a breath of freedom trying to overthrow him and then put Mobutu, Chese Seiko, in his place. And he stayed there until he died. And check it out, family. He was considered at one time the richest man on the planet. Y'all understand me? Mobutu. How much time we got left, Bev? Bev, you there?
3: Oh, I'm just talking. I got my mute on. We over.
4: We over?
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Five minutes.
4: Wow. Well, we're going to let the family in so they can jump on me again tonight. I still love everybody, okay? So, so y'all can have at it. But believe me, uh, I didn't get to France refuses to withdraw their military from Niger. In Nigeria, Tinubu seeks parliament approval to invade Niger. I told you what the role Nigeria plays. We need to understand ECOWAS, where it came from, and what are the countries involved in it. Okay? We also then get to Niger and the African struggle against neocolonialism. Okay? And, you see, there ain't no questions after you get to reading all this stuff about why Africa is in the position that it's in. Algeria, which was another major hotspot for decades, and the Algerians rose up and fought back against France, okay? But they it was bloody fighting, believe me, family. But they managed to throw off the yoke. Algeria rejects French requests, to use their airspace to attack Niger. And I know y'all remember Somalia. Y'all remember Somalia when you had the so-called Black Hawk down and they turned it into a movie? Right. Well, we we was following it as it was happening. And one of the strangest things was the president of Somalia, who was uh, in charge, his son was in the U.S. military leading the charge against his daddy in Somalia. And Jimmy Carter had been sending checks to his daddy since the 70s. So the
3: society, problem. I'm sorry there? What was the son problem? He Michael, brought Michael. into the
4: problem. Hmm. There. African leaders have been sending uh their best and brightest to Britain to be mm-hmm. trained at the London School of Economics mm-hmm. and to the United States to that's why I tell people you got you gotta be careful about equating what you see here in terms of African people and not understanding that they come from a particular economic, and social class yeah, that very much exist in Africa. And I'm not talking about all of them, but I'm talking about some of them. Okay? So look at this. Somalia's spy chief visits U.S. for talks with CIA, FBI, and Pentagon officials. Burkina Faso's coup leader, Main transition president. Uh, Military coup in Burkina Faso, the rise of coups and democratic decline. Burkina Faso's coup leader defends his military takeover to the U.N. He forgot the I-G-G-A. Pentagon doesn't know if it trained Burkino Faso coup leader. Were U.S. soldiers really involved in Guinea's latest coup? Guinea has a long history of coups. Here are five things you need to know about the country. Those are some of the articles that we didn't get to. Okay, family, so we're going to have to come back next week and deal with this again. Just understand, family, that there is a freak in Africa. That's what Obama represents. He represents a closet homosexual, which by definition is a freak to power to neutralize the capabilities of African people. All right, but so what he really did was he represented white supremacy in blackface, and now
3: you see it. His mask is off.
4: Go ahead, sister. Bear.
3: Okay. Um, well, we are already on the line here. So, and those that's on the line that can that's still listening, please do uh, donate to Dr. Robert X. Fund. For uh, giving us this information. Now we're getting a better understanding of what's going on in Africa, especially for those of us that wasn't keeping up with it or reading about it. And
4: we're and starting to the, see
3: who the players are.
4: Mm-hmm. And they're getting a better understanding of what's going on here. That's why I kept interjecting the same thing is happening in this region.
3: Exactly, yeah. Same pattern using the same pattern all right I'm gonna open up the line uh, area code 708837. yeah good
5: evening peace to you all good evening
3: oh better love. I hope I was- everything
5: uh, brother X was saying and, uh, I just want to interject this
4: hold on mm-hmm. I don't know if this phone or your phone but it's kind of low is it,
5: Hold on. Let is it I'm going to go on my speaker. I'm in my earpiece. Let me see something. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll be able to see if it'll go up a little louder. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Um. All The only thing that really happened between Africa and the United States, now that it, it, it's all been out republic republics that America, Great Britain, and England have started all over the world. Um, yes. You also got to interject China in there because China's in Africa, too. Now, you got to yes. remember the bulk of all precious metals in the whole world are over in those African countries. Yes, Putin has a lot of it, too. Putin has a lot in Russia, but Africa has more. And every last, for instance, I hate to go back in history, but when they killed Malcolm X, he was over there with a brother. They killed Malcolm X. Seven days later, they killed that brother that was on the pilgrimage with, with, with Malcolm X in Africa. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name, but I, and he, what, seven days later, he was dead, too. They killed Malcolm. Seven days later, they killed that brother. That brother schooled Malcolm. Malcolm came back, and Malcolm told everybody, you That's are right. indigenous. You are not African. You are indigenous, but you don't want to be indigenous, do you? Now, everything you are seeing, for instance, they're flooding the, the country with all these immigrants. They did the same thing over in France. Yeah, they did the same thing all over. Not just France; a lot of countries over in Europe. They brought that's right. Arab, Arabs to certain parts of, uh, of Europe over there, and they brought Africans to other parts. They flooded them so bad it destabilized the country. Now they're even doing worse over here because they brought in about six or seven million immigrants. The, 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 this okay. um, criminal regime that we have in office now, <laughs> and just remember, everybody always wants to wants to. In, in invoke Regan remember Regan was in charge of Contra Aid him and the, him and uh my man that went to jail they they the whole country with cocaine I can't think uh, what is his name you're they talking about that grand contra yeah Contra Aid the the the, the, the 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 uh the military man that was running it for him for, for for Regan they sent that cocaine all throughout the United States see they they deal in different kind of warfare when they deal with us yeah, the police, which is one thing, but these drugs are another thing. Like right now, two things that backfired on them lately, the, co- the, 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 the heroin problem that came to America, it didn't hit our communities this time. It's devastating the white community. Right. Then you've got the fentanyl that's coming in over the border. from that China's, China's giving these boys, the, the cartels in Mexico, the means and the ways to make this fentanyl, and they're smuggling it in it because the Biden administration has opened the border to all these creeps. Now you don't know. Sure. Now up until now we haven't really had a terrorist problem. Cause see, I don't even want to talk about 9-1-1, because I don't. I don't believe nine one one the way they said. I think nine one one was an inside job. Of it course. had nothing to do with Osama bin Laden or any of them people. It was an inside job. From the day that they did nine one one, America started changing from that day. Cause then they changed the airports where you got to go and you got to take off your shoes. You got to be checked. So they made us the Banana Republic too. Now Elect- let's get to the future. You- Unless my brother, you are illegal. You're illegal. They're not going to do anything to you. Exactly. They're going to, facil- they're going to facilitate you. which they're doing. Yeah. The right. I find to be to be mind boggling. to me. we over here scuffling and huffling, trying to trying to make it, you know, make it. Even our look, even our communities. Now, I'm from Chicago. I, can, I can't lie. I used to hang around Saint Anthony's gym. i you might know where I'm talking about over on 61st Street. Michigan yeah. Avenue, Indiana, King Drive, Vernon. I mean, now, the gang's over there because I never was a part of that. I wasn't right. allowed to move through there because I always talk like I'm talking now. <laughs> and, and back in them days, the brothers, they wasn't ready for that. Like, you, you some kind of, re- no, I'm not a revolutionary. I just pay attention to what's going on. I remember when they yeah. put out a community with guns from right off 63rd Street at the rail yard right there. Now, this is something that mind boggled me. These boys is getting cases of guns. I work for the railroad. I'm trying to figure out how they knew what cars to hit, because unless you know yep. how to read those pl- placards on the side of the car, you don't know what's in none of them cars. But these boys was getting cases of guns. They was knocking the numbers off the guns, selling them in the neighborhood. So we went from mm-hmm. unarmed, all of a sudden the whole damn neighborhood is armed. These little disciples and I don't want to, I ain't trying to offend nobody. Hey, if, if that's how they roll, that's how they roll. Because a lot of them was my friends. I had to move through them people, you feel me? And I just you, I mean? you, you, you gonna kill your brother? I mean, you boys ain't gonna slap no white man. And they not gonna do it. I I we had dudes that wouldn't even leave the neighborhood. They wouldn't go five no. blocks out the neighborhood. They scared to death, like, come on man. No nah, man, we can't go down there. Block. Right. Can't go over there. But they take they guys in a two-block radius, though. <laughs> oh, my. It I'm was Maywood, man. They were so scared when we got out of Maywood. Man, how do you know these people? And I knew people. i go to the West. I went wherever I wanted to go and walk with yep. gangsters. And I ain't no gangster.
4: Oh, well, your phone really blinked out now, babe. Can you hear? I, I can yeah. hear. Well,
3: yes, I can hear. Him. You can't hear
5: remember. I can't.
4: No, it's gone real. It's almost dead. Hold on, listen, listen. listen, listen, listen. I can't hear you either, bear. Barely.
3: Really? Can you hear me now? Because I can hear him. Can you hear me now?
6: I I can can barely hear
3: him. Barely.
5: Okay. Can you hear me now? Nope. Wow.
3: Well, it's uh, it's on your end, Doctor Beth. Beth, uh, I'm yeah, gonna do yeah. this, Beth. Mm-hmm. Beth, yeah. Can you hear
4: me? I can. I'm gonna with. hang up and you call and you call me back because it may be my
5: line.
3: It is okay. I'll call you back.
5: Okay. 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 I hear you too. I All right. Do You hear me? Yes. yes ma'am. Okay. You.
3: you could go ahead and finish your thoughts well, while what I was get, I'm saying, on the phone.
5: What I was going to say, they they ran the, they 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 destabilized the neighborhood by pushing guns. Then the, then the cocaine came into the neighborhood. That was a whole nother thing because the gangs was controlling the drugs. Now this is when the gun they start using the guns. They had corners. They had some corners that went twenty four seven. If you went over there on uh by the two twenty building over on Wabash, the Wabash buildings, man, those boys had territory. You didn't come over there selling. You sell drugs in the schoolyard. You couldn't sell air if you wasn't a part of that. You know what I'm saying? So these boys had little areas that they little enclaves where they did business. And that's what started destabilizing the neighborhood because the guys started using the damn guns. They didn't, they didn't want a fist fight no more. Now they became really gangsters, senseless gangsters because they didn't, they didn't own none of the coins that they was killing about. Somebody else owned these corners. They out here bloodshed about this nonsense. But when we talk about Africa, Africa is just a, a microcosm of the same thing that happened in America. We should be more concerned with what's going on over here as they flood our country with all these illegal people. Because when they come here, they're going to look down on you and me because we don't we don't stick up for each other. Okay,
3: Robert X. Yeah, I is. can
4: hear you, but it's still real, real, real low.
3: Oh yeah. Okay. I can hear well, you, though. I hear you
5: loud and clear. Yeah,
3: that's what I told you. It's him. like Boy, I don't have a speakerphone
5: on. I just I just went off the street. I went back to my headpiece because it wasn't my headpiece. I thought my headpiece was good because I took it off the charge Yeah. But like I was it's saying The African and America is not that different. All those banana republic Remember all those brothers over there that got all this education and whatnot? They were educated by the British and by the wow. English. So they black bodies with white minds. So when you see them doing screwy things... They just they just follow their master.
4: That's just, really they're ugly. They're here
5: to serve their masters, and they don't care about well, people talking. look like you and me.
3: Okay. Well, Doctor X, can you you? Okay. Thank you, caller. We're gonna we might have to end it, but he's still I don't still think he'll be able up. to do anything that can
4: bring the volume up. Us.
3: Thank, thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for okay. for, for letting right. me Okay. Let me see. Dr. X, you still can't hear me. Can you hear me? Doctor X. This is so crazy. Okay, let's see. Um Who is this? Oh, this is Wes. You know who it is. West? You know who
9: it is. This is the test this is the test of your emergency brain cross. Broadcast network. <laughs> this is the test. Okay. Okay. I know y'all hear you. All right. So what I, I do here? can hear you. Is, Dr. the w- not I, I can hear you. Go well, ahead. Well, I know he, he got deaf because me and Chuck, most man, we test y'all brain cells, man. That's why I love talk much. I call it talk much, man. Okay. Leave my brain so, cells um,
4: alone, man. Oh, no, nah, this <laughs> for
9: everybody, bro. This is for everybody. No, I can man.
4: hear, it, bro, but it's just so low. Yeah, all
9: right. I know you can hear me. See, every once in a while, I do that emergency braincast broadcast of me and whoever I'm talking to, man. So I, my job is trying to raise the people up, bro. And you you, you saying something like we using uh what's it called a bio duo free uh feedback loop, right? That's the words, right? Am I right?
4: I can I can barely. Yeah, yeah he
3: could barely hear you, but
4: he I did can say barely. That.
9: The yeah, yeah, that we in a bra- we in a we in that feedback loop, and that's correct. I know you can hear me. Don't play like y'all oh, you sound okay, like car, heard you say,
4: I heard you say yeah, we, you oh, I said that we're in a feedback loop, right? Yeah, he said Yes
9: that. Yeah. Yes sir. Okay. And so yeah that's 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 what I do. So how do you propose that we get out the feedback loop, bro?
4: Yeah, break the programming.
9: Thank you. How do you break the programming?
4: You have to basically go away from what what we consider as the norm. I, I said, Brother West, I don't disagree with what you said. Right on. If you heard me. That's
9: it. we stretch stretching it, we break breaking the program. That's what I do, man. By what? Yeah. Change my thinking. I change my thinking, and I change my words, for instance. Yeah. Okay? A lot of people in the biofeedback loop use these words. Can't, won't, it don't. Am I correct? Okay, yes. so that's a biofeedback loop Okay, yes. that's called uh, excessive, negative, repetitive thinking So I put yes. the script and I use, I use can, will, really and do Alright, that's how you did change he, get out of that biofeedback loop Out of this simulated bullshit uh, uh, Makers, we in, brother That's the point I was trying to make you last night
4: Did you hear the sister okay. from Africa? Yes, sir, I everything. That's my job That she was an African and she didn't mm-hmm. do that because yes, sir. Uh, she's not informed. She did that because it's just a matter of convenience. That's okay. all. Okay, okay. That's the way
9: roll. Everybody road different.
4: And she, yeah, let me show you what this, you uh, uh, did. What okay. you did was you basically is going to cause me to use the word azania, right? Yes, sir. for the, the definition or the description that you used, right, a kibulon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because you put it back in our psyche.
9: Yes, sir. That's my job. To cook up the brain cells of y'all and me. To heat them brain cells up. All that fat we walking around. My, my job to <laughs> heat that shit up, bro. That's my job to uh, heat the fat up. That's why me and Chuck <laughs> Monks roll together, man. See, me and Chuck Muck, we have some conversation, man. And what he do, he try to set me off, you know. So, I, hey, it's cool. I know know I talk much. I call it talk much, man. Okay, talk much. He ain't no joke. I have to get it, get on about blaming old people because old people only do what they know. Not like the generation before us, uh, the silent generation. I can't blame yeah. them. They only knew what they knew. They only knew what they knew. So that's a waste of time. So we are uh, baby boomers. And, and see, he saying something significant. He said Trump was the only man that he seen go through what he went through. Okay, that set my brain off. I say, well, eh, okay, in my what we grew up with, what Trump going through is he, ain't hey, shit. We seen the president got his fucking head blown off.
4: Remember that? Uh, uh, he right in line for it. <laughs> yes, sir.
9: So that that's my mission, man, because that's what people go through, and that's what he in his generation saw. So, and and your boy <laughs> from uh, what his name?
4: Yes, sir. The, I don't know what you did, but the volume just started to come back up on the phone. Now that's it. Yeah, that's, that's good, bro. That's
9: it. Yeah, that's okay, that's, me. I, I, that's what I do. I stimulate. I raise y'all, man. I got to raise this shit, man. I can't talk to people lower than me. I try to raise them up to my level. I'm not dropping well, them.
4: Well, you, you can't, can't can drop with to the nobody
9: phone, else, man. Well. <laughs> bro? That's, and see you with that uh, that long word you said. Um, Black supremacy and white praise? nah, bro. It's I look at it one thing. You know what you call them? I see it every time yeah. I go to the store down the cookie on. It's called a fucking Oreo, man. Okay. I quit eating because of these sellouts. Uh, 'Cause of these sellouts. You look at the Oreo. You ever seen what's on the uh, on the black side of the Oreo? Huh? You know? You see that symbol yeah. on there? It's a double cross, man. Look at the Oreo cookie. I quit eating them fuckers, man. You got a double crown, St. Andrew's cross, on the Oreo cookie. Right? Yeah. So that's what these Negro that's what these sellouts are. And see, double uh, I got news for y'all. Uh, your boy going to jail, man. Uh, What's his name, Higgins? Uh, 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 Hunter Biden, he going to jail. And Biden's going to be uh, uh, impeached, man. So y'all just let this shit play out. That's what I do. I let the shit play out because I'm the original dark matter, the man in black. I'm well, the I'm, real man black
4: I, I, I hope that I hope that Biden doesn't get impeached. I want him to stay right where he is. Okay, I want him to run. I can't say if he's going to, because they man look like they pulling out all the stops to get rid of this guy. But I want him to stay right there. Okay, Bruh. And the reason because I want right. people to be able to clearly see because there's mm-hmm. so much criminal behavior on the part of Joe Biden that it will take yeah. another year to finish bringing before the people all the stuff that this dude has been involved with along with Nancy yeah. Pelosi. All right. Because it ain't just Biden. Yeah, I,
9: I remember I remember with, with all the, he was with uh, Strong Thermodynam back in the 70s, man. That's okay. right. That dude is the real. He the real dead man walking, man. He's he gonna be yep. a peach, uh he gonna fall out one fall one more time going to the cemetery, man. Okay. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen, bro. I got that underdog on uh, uh from my intel, man. He got two choices. He impeached, peace, uh he's going on lay down on his jack in the box and lay down somewhere, man, and his son going to jail. <laughs> okay, that's simple <laughs> as that, man. I, well, he going so it's done, man. So, uh, and, yeah, you're probably right, but I
4: I want him to be there. I want people to be able to see the mm-hmm. face and focus of this dude, cause they can't prop him up no more.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody. As far as said,
4: I Hawaii is straight uh-huh. Democrat, been that way for quite some yeah. time. Yeah, they
9: set up plans, man. It setting, but
4: look here, they were saying, "Let's go, Brandon," but they were saying the yeah. real to f Joe Biden.
9: Yeah, they cussed him out in yeah. Hawaii, man, cause they know what's up. But uh 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 damn you just fucked me up on that i have some most significant uh stuffed brain cells for you okay <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, yeah. great thing to see your boy guliana come down here to georgia man He got the damn dc number man that's beautiful because number one i told y'all it ain't good to be messing with a black woman and lying on a black woman didn't i tell y'all that man
4: huh? yeah and what did i tell you you, 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 you said not...
9: what you said but i'm letting I
4: huh? said them two black women As crooked as a bag a dog's back leg.
9: Well, whatever they gonna get paid, man. Okay, uh, they, you you see them other Negroes with them that tried to damn get them to uh turn. But anyway, I don't want to get into that. We gonna let that play out. But that thing was yeah. presiding, bro. I just saw a plane fail. With me, the way I think, the uh, uh the polaris thing A square, mm-hmm. B square, C square. Uh, I can't you can't tell me who was in that fucking plane, man. I ain't falling for it, bro. Okay? I know how these demons work, man. They magicians, man. So far as I'm concerned, it was just a plane drop. I don't know who was in there. As long as my black ass wasn't in that, that plane, it. bro.
4: Uh, and that's the way I
9: think, man. Skeptical.
4: It's never hurt yes, to sir. be skeptical, particularly in these days, because you're right. Until yes, we see somebody, yes. it's all speculation. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, I, I, I got to ask person, you this, I Yes, sir. I gotta ask you this: this Speaking the body. did uh-huh. you see the picture of the dude that had the stroke in Philadelphia? What's his name? That ran for office using uh, a computer and a lurch.
9: You talking about lurch? I know you talking about. I ain't yes. talking recent pictures.
4: Have you seen the recent
9: picture? The... No, I haven't seen that man. Uh, they have
4: replaced that dude with somebody else. And it's obvious that this ain't the same guy. Yeah,
1: they're
9: good at that, bro. They're good at that. It's fun time to see all this shit, man. That's why I'm here to stretch y'all brain cells <laughs> and mine too, man. It's fun to see all this shit. I sent y'all something about what they plan on doing with the food, man. How they getting ready to uh, outlaw, eat meat, uh, dish, uh, uh dairy, you can only eat so much meat in twenty thirty, yeah, in these fourteen cities. Did you get that bill? You saw that?
3: Yeah,
9: I saw yeah. it. Okay, how they they out and outlaw gas cars and how much food you meat you can eat and shit. These hey bro, they they trying to get oh, These get, people they are saying, yes, people are saying,
4: it's saying about controlling the population. Period.
1: Yep.
4: Yes sir. And you said the
9: baddest group on the planet is not no military. You know who the baddest group on the planet, the worst devil, diabolical group is, man? Who? What you say, Sister Bill? It's the one with the white coats, them fascists, them man. Them oh, you the doctors? <laughs> They're
4: the
9: most dangerous and diabolical group on the planet.
4: Yeah, I can go with that. Dr. Strange, love, and the yeah. boys. Yes,
9: sir, man. So there's the main ones I try to stay away from, man. Them scientists, they're coming up with all, every every week they got some new kind of damn disease, man. And, and with Henrietta yep. Lacks, see, they got tricked on Henrietta Lacks, man. Her DNA does replicate, but what it see, they use her DNA to replicate the cancer virus, man.
4: Of course. So they can put it in them shots
9: to, to replicate the cancer virus. All right.
4: Yep. So that's what I she really did to it,
9: man. It and all yeah, bro. Well, it's fun time to be alive to see this shit. I know my man talk much, man. Me and him be getting into it, man. But we, we scoop. It's like eye shopping eye, man. We wasn't jumping on you last night, man. We just getting your tune up, bro. We doing your ass oh, up. Right,
4: listen, listen, brother West. I got six here, brother. <laughs> <I ain't. laughs> so and we, we
9: got people that are a tune
4: up man. People that I like, they couldn't make me mad if they tried.
9: Yes, sir, man. Listen, we got to give each other a tune up every <laughs> once in a while, sister. Bell. you know what I'm talking about? Y'all are my soldiers, yeah. man. I got to give my troops exercise, man. Me too. We tune each other up, that's bro. Right. Cause like right. That's I said, right. We at war. Against, we at war against the lies they're telling us, man. So mm-hmm. that's the main thing is let our people know the real truth, man.
4: But not no
9: damn opinions. Yeah, because the teaching, war man. ain't
4: physical. The war is psychological. You absolutely
3: fought mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> on yeah, the psychological. Yeah, you, hey, hey,
9: hey, hey, check this out. Your boy said he was uh, a boy. the Negro said he was there. He started hip hop, man, in nineteen seventy three. That's what he said, man. Your boy said that.
0: He started See now hip-hop. you give he me that right clown.
4: <laughs>
9: I,
0: I take I take
4: Trump over that clown.
9: Yeah, bro, he's he's starting hip hop, man. Well, we the so hip hop go all the way back. Yeah, man. So he's been he's been in
4: every black organization in the country, right? <laughs> and now yeah, he's starting hip hop.
1: Yes, sir, bro.
4: I think he's smoking out that right.
9: same stash
4: that Sam Greenlee was smoking out of.
9: Yes sir, man. It's just funny, man. What people say crack me up, man. It's just funny because I use their own words. The pimp slap, their own self, man. So he started the pimps. Yeah. Man. And we Yeah, the real hip hop started way back in the day with Ivy Hayes and uh 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 uh, uh what his name? Jill Shahair and my man the his name? he come to judge and he he was the name that would say he come to judge, pick me but he was a
4: real pop yep. dude, man. Big B-Bot, man. he Bill Cosby. Bill Coddy did a whole yeah. album where he wasn't doing nothing but talking. We played some of it on the show,
9: And answer my brother's question about uh, who Michael was with in El line, okay, it's easy. It was that car that catch on fire, DiPinto. It's called a DiPinto. He was yeah, with Pinto.
4: That's, that's right. That's right. That was his guy. So, that's right.
9: It's fun to be alive, man. We're going to keep on keeping on, man. You know what I'm talking about? My brother, I love y'all, man. You got the sharp chop eyes, sharp eyes, man. You <laughs> got to raise everybody <laughs> up, man. My change is amazing, bro. Right on, sister. Brad, you got somebody to all talk right. or you want me to keep flapping? Yes.
7: All um, right.
9: You, I got to continued. Next
3: episode. Right on. Bring Thank on you. Talk much, man. My boy, <laughs> talk much. Talk much. <laughs> Better love Better love Okay I'll bring on Mike first He was in line next Go ahead Mike Alright up? how y'all doing? Oh, okay.
1: Alright,
3: alright Listen um,
4: you know, I had a question about You know uh, I guess it was Kamala and, and Obama They went to Africa to, to introduce To them or try to get them to go with this LGBT. I always wondered, uh, why didn't they go to Saudi Arabia and ask them to go LGBT? Why didn't they go you to... Know, um know
9: so I know why. I know why cause <laughs> they would have
5: probably killed their ass at the podium.
4: Have to put them back on the plane.
5: So why?
4: But not any of those North African countries, which are primarily... Arab. Why yeah. didn't they bring that shit to them? Because
5: they know better. Do they see the? Well, do they see the Arabs as of uh, the Africans as more susceptible? Do they think they would uh,
4: uh, accept that shit easier. Is that how they saw them as, as as easier marks? If they did, they miscalculated, didn't they?
5: Yeah, they certainly did. There ain't no question about that.
4: Yeah, because the Africans, they strengthen the laws against it. Yeah, as they should. And finally, um, you know, you said that there aren't, people aren't stupid. They're just uninformed. I think yeah. that before you can become informed, you have to be receptive to getting the information. And if you're not yeah. in a position, if, if your mind doesn't allow you to do that, and there are many people whose mind you could show them something in black and white. And if they have been, uh, for lack of a better word, programmed on something else, even yeah. though you're showing them the truth, it don't make them no day. I've been seeing people look at the truth and kick it in the ass because they like that lie better. Yeah, me too. I, I just I just go to the next person. I don't spend no time with them. I'm not going to waste my time. I understand. So that person is, is stupid, as far as I'm concerned. That's a stupid okay. person. But I'll, I'm just talking about broad generalizations of all black people. No, I'm not and saying that all black people are stupid. I'm saying the majority of black people are foolish. Exactly. As hell. I won't call them stupid. They're yeah, foolish. now, now that's a that's a better term, okay? Because. We've been through too much to beat up on each other to that degree. All of us. Well, I, Right. Well, I, I think that, that that is a better term than stupid. But they foolish as hell. And uh, how do you tell the difference? Oh, no question about that, Mike. Tell the so difference? Foolish, foolish people can do things because they're foolish and come back from it. Stupid okay. people don't have a prayer. We do foolish things all the time and, and we rectify them within ourselves by saying, "Oh man, I probably shouldn't never done that." That was a, not a very wise move. that was a foolish move, but when you yeah, still call smart
5: smart stupid, people stupid, smart' people people do foolish stuff, Yeah, because huh? smart people do foolish stuff oh all smart day long do fool, foolish stuff occasionally that's
4: right. but stupid people they just do all the time, yes. Yeah. Okay, and you ain't well, got to go far. Somebody... You ain't got to go far to I find some. <laughs> no, Back you don't. My, I, I I find that the the most uninformed people are people who got uh, as many degrees as a thermometer. Yeah, that's a generalization, but there's it. a lot of them out there like that. And all we got to do is take a look at, particularly this current crop of so-called educated people. Who don't have a clue. And that's cause they're educated. That's the yeah. problem. That's the problem. Education. Yeah. Something that they they identified as education, but it was really uh indoctrination. Okay, let yeah. somebody else on yeah. hot yeah. y'all. Have a good one.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Better love.
10: Better
4: love. Hold
3: okay. All right, Chuck
10: What's up, y'all? How y'all doing?
3: Good right, uh, Without? Mm-hmm.
10: <laughs> I'm doing without. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to America, man. So check this out, right? Yeah, the fair. plan is to take all these office buildings um, where they have people who haven't come back to work and convert them into apartments for the migrants. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, so you're going to have migrants living in the nicest parts of the city, you know what I'm saying? But I'm thinking, man, they got them nice and close to where they want them to be working at, you know what I'm saying? So pretty, pretty, pretty
4: um, like acres in reverse, huh? <laughs> no, but if
10: you look at all the movies, right, where you have a dystopian future... All the poor people are living either underground or in the in the big buildings, like stacked up in yep. the high rises. You know, huh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the movie on Dread, you ever seen the movie Dread? Man, that's a long time ago, man. Not Judge Dread. It's just called. It's about oh. Judge Dread, but it's not. It's called Dread, where he's um the the, the whole world lives in between Boston and Baltimore. And they have these super high towers. Yeah, everybody in the world, because of whatever they... They all locked down. And they live... This is where all the poor people live, between Boston and Baltimore and all the big cities. And they uh, have them in these super high rise towers. And the gangs run the towers. And the towers is like a city. So you never have to leave the tower, like 500 floors fortress you know what I'm saying and um the these ju- these judges yeah the judge has the ability to he's the judge the jury and the executioner. so when they send in a judge he he could decide based off the law whether he's gonna kill you or not you know what I'm saying and he had to go to the building and um train somebody and the the drug dealers decide they was gonna take over that day and that was the whole movie, man. It was it's a good movie. I like the movie. showed yeah, to check it out. Yeah, it's just called Dread. It's a little old, probably like two thousand eight, two
4: thousand nine. You know, That's it, it it's
10: not judged.
4: That's it and people were not focusing on the movies like they are <laughs> like right now. So those are some of the best movies that was made back in the late nineteen nineties, and from then on, the best science fiction movies was made during that era
10: yeah yeah you know why because they didn't have um technology really didn't exist yet that right exists now so they were theorizing how it was going to work that was the the beauty in it you know what i'm saying is what now you see it and it's like oh okay that's what they was trying to show even the movie with um schwarzenegger i think it's schwarzenegger is it demolition man or one of those That's, but they got uh, the the cab drivers of robot. Yeah. Like,
4: oh okay. The cab drivers like no, a robot and talks. Uh, not demolition, man. That was uh where he went up on Mars.
10: Yeah, yeah. What was that? Um Um uh, <laughs> They was playing like a game? Yes. Like it was a game, but you die. If you die, you dead in real life. Like it was a game on, um, I forget the name of it, man. But um, yeah, that movie. They, but look how it looks in real life, you know. So it's kind of like they were trying to show you what it was gonna look like. Um, but you know, uh, but uh, back to the show tonight, man. I see you back to them damn Africans, man. I thought we had this discussion last night. Man. We uh, was trying we to get you get off
4: of these. Because
10: I ain't finished. (laughs) I know you didn't finish. I said, he coming back talking about these damn Africans again.
4: I've been charging away
10: from
4: them, man. Let me tell you what you made me do.
10: You made me talk to seven people.
4: You made me talk Uh, to seven people today to find Uh out I know a lot of people who are connected to Africans. Cause I wanted to find out what kind of relationship do they have. I know what kind I got. I don't have no bad relationships with them.
6: Okay, and it's mm-hmm. been going on for decades. And nobody mm-hmm. I know got bad just with Africans. Yeah, nobody, nobody
10: really I know has bad relationships with them other than me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm tough for myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how this is. This, you know, I vote Trump three times telling him about how filthy the Africans don't make Harlem, and he needs to get rid of them, man. Why, why you trying to get rid of the Mexicans first? Man? You can see them. You know what I'm saying? But um, either way, man, uh, what's happening in Nigeria, Niger, however you pronounce it, is yeah. going to happen until they stop calling themselves Niger. I mean, honestly, France owns Niger. They named it. They put the borders there. Y'all yeah. keep calling yourselves what they what they called you. They they still own you. So
4: um, One until they
10: second. until they change their name, which then changes the contract, changes the constitution, then they could cut new deals. But I don't care what deals they make with Russia, they still obligated to they deal with France as long as they call themselves Niger living in them borders. But how, do that do that,
4: how do you do that do you When do your it? leaders How do you do it when your mm-hmm. leaders have been Compromised for the last few decades By the same people That gave you your name You got to get now up Say and, that again
10: How, wait, 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 how you
4: you do you do what first?
10: But how do you do what though I, you, you said okay. how do you do that oh, I did you know
4: not going to to do that Until they get rid of these Neo-colonialist leaders—that's been the problem for decades. It didn't just start. You blaming? With...
10: You blaming to to me? You blame the wrong people. You know what I'm saying? But how you do that is you you do what the white people did. They got up one day and told Britain, "We wrote a damn document, and they all signed it. We ain't no longer doing what you're telling us to do. We go. We, we willing to fight to the death until." To 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 end your rule over us, and that, so that's, that's how
5: it weird.
4: starts, man. I agree that's with how you. it I starts. Free people don't ask nobody for their freedom. Freedom is taken, man. You have to fight for your freedom. Well, so that's what I'm saying. So what
10: you seeing is what you're seeing, and, and you know, I was like, man, they they uh, Russia said hire you, man. You do a good long um, speech on them. What you seeing is. <laughs> the switching from neocolonialism to communism that's all you see i'll be the new Brazilian. no no i'm just joking with you but uh if i'm talking so, if, if they thought neocolonialism was bad wait until russia and china get in there they ain't never seen that uh, look how they do their own people Man, they ain't already never seen nothing like that
4: they already Man, are I'm sorry no, no, I'm just saying. China and Russia are already there. The only difference yeah, but they is... they're not in control. No, China what is, is given Russia to do whatever the hell it wants to do, not just in Russia, but even in Latin America. They, do, they now in Cuba, right? they all throughout the Caribbean, yeah. mm-hmm. and they, they're allowed to do that because they're given carte blanche by the world government forces. Russia is the threat. Why? Because Russia is filled with white people.
10: Okay.
5: White
9: white Christians,
10: to be exact. uh, Well, I get what you're saying, I guess. But even though if Russia is the threat, right, the point I'm Hmm. making is you're trading in neocolonialism, the neo-communism, it, it, it that's much worse. I mean, they thought they didn't have nothing with the white people or the, with the Western white people in charge. Wait until they get the Eastern white people in charge. And like you said, they Christian. They not they not Catholics or Protestants. They real Christians.
5: Yes, sir. They, they
10: Orthodox Eastern Oriental Christian. They different type of Christian. Different mm-hmm. type of. So-
4: uh, which means they're a lot closer to African traditions than most people even realize. No, nah, the Africans,
10: like Brother Mike said last night, most of them are Catholics. That total antithesis of what the Christians are. You know, uh, no, no. But if you're talking about the Africans in Ethiopia, yeah, because they're the, those Abyssinian um, style of uh, Christianity, which is... Still under the patriarch of Constantinople, but outside of that, they all a bunch of um, Pentecostals and Catholics, and of course
4: Muslims. You know, which put still right back in the same boat. Tell me, Uh, what was Desmond? Remember Desmond Tutu? He's a Catholic, Anglican bishop. He was Anglican. He was what? Anglican. Angli okay Anglican, okay yeah, that's yeah, that's another part of the of the uh Christian tradition It don't get talked about very much, but there are a lot of Anglicans in there,, I haven't really taken the time necessary to look into all of the nuances of the various religious moves that are being made in Africa, and that's because mm-hmm. most hear about religion in Africa is it's being drowned out by Muslim Christians. Them two fighting each other all over the damn continent. From mm-hmm. north to... By design. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm be honest. I was surprised about the Catholic piece, but I'm going to take a look at it. Whenever I'm in a surprise mode, I go and look.
10: Yeah, well, you got to think anywhere where France or Italy went is Catholic. Yeah, you know,
4: but the, the churches huh?
5: <laughs> The Catholic I Church is no Catholic. The Catholic Church, the Pope is so close to being overthrown. I know he
4: can smell it because I can. You got people oh, okay. that revolt against the Catholic Church. That's why the FBI put the Catholic Church on what? The terrorist or the Catholic? uh faith in this country on the terrorist watch list because they're not following mm. the pope they're ready to get rid of him now what what order
10: of the catholic church is against the pope because the now popes a Jesuit.
4: it's going to take, take a catholic to tell you that but i'm talking about the people who are into the orthodoxy okay they don't believe mm. in making any changes i got turned on to one of these groups by one of the family members. I think she's down in Mississippi. I haven't talked to her in quite some time. Glad we're bringing this up. And she turned me on to this opposition inside the Catholic Church. And this huge. Vigano. Vigano is one of the leading figures in that. And he's pointing out that just like you got a, a deep state, this is what he told Trump. Just like you got a deep state that you're fighting in government we got a deep state that we fighting inside the church and he's an archbishop yeah. mm-hmm. they
3: showed, I they showed you, that. you that in the
10: godfather
4: yes yeah, but this
3: yeah for
4: sure. real. okay that the 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 pope is not without major opposition is what i'm saying mm-hmm. i mean he's yeah, basically and then turned it on his head, turned it into some LGBT stuff, and they not having that, man. So the FBI say, okay, well, we'll take care of it here on our end. We're going to turn them all into terrorists. Any of them that's observing uh, Catholic tradition, they automatically are to be perceived as potential terrorists. That's not by accident. That's by design. Yeah, I
10: listened to this uh, YouTube channel called The Catholic Militant. I think yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, they, they go hard on the LGBT. They, yeah, right. Trump, but they go, they go real hard on the LD, and they totally against um, the malestation and stuff too. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that going on because uh, when this guy became the pope, I said, man, he got too much power because he's a k- Jesuit and you know he's a
4: pope, and now you know, he's with you know,
10: Hardly ever happened, you know, so I
6: I saw other
10: orders, other orders like Malta and others pushing back because that's giving them way too much power, you know what I'm saying, or the Jesuit order of the Catholic Church uh, with the other military branches going to, you know, start the hospiteers and everyone else, you know, going to start pushing back, so...
4: You just made me remember, Babe. I'm sorry, I didn't send it to you. I was supposed to send you the piece on the the nice Templars being dug up in Europe. What color was it? You know what
6: color they were, uh, they were.
4: <laughs>
10: wow. So they what would how 'cause Because I was just watching a debate earlier, and the brother proved how a human, human, any animal, a human um uh, the flesh is gone after 200 years it's, it's it's no remnant of that person after 200 years so that's yeah. what i'm trying to see like um uh, because they were arguing um um uh, the out of africa theory and evolution he was his argument was these people got fake stuff in these museums and you know they calling it bones they show you these bones but he's showing how after 200 years, even bones deteriorate. So uh, these aren't real, you know what I'm saying? Something for 5,000, 8,000, 10,000 years ago, that's that's not a bone and that's not a fossil. So he was just going into it. And uh, I was just wondering, if they dug these people up, that
4: was like 400, 500 years ago. right?
10: i make sure I'm
6: you,
4: I'm going to send you the article because, again, I didn't get a chance to read the article. I just, you know, it bookmarked it, et cetera. So I'll send it to you. Gotcha.
10: No problem, no problem. And that's all I had this evening, man. Uh, I look forward to your um, your Africa propaganda next week, sir. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Show
4: you right, African. That's what Steve Kofi used to say. Show you right, African.
10: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> Peace, y'all.
10: love y'all, man. Love y'all. All right. well, same here, my yeah. brother. Better yeah. love.
3: love. Well, thank you, Dr. Robert X. Uh, we look forward to going back to Africa uh, next week. Everybody uh, but the most. <laughs> but he's still on the <laughs> ride with us. So we're going international. Yes. So uh, that's great. So thank you for bringing us the information. We appreciate you. Thank you, the audience, for listening, family, for listening. And please don't forget to donate. Uh, GoFundMe is on our page. Better love. Better family. love.